This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Episode 25, and I've got one of my best friends in the entire planet, the planet of Xbox, Randall Thor, 19, on the show to talk about, uh, what are we talking about today, Rand, what is it? What am I doing here, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> I I, you know, I gotta say I watch I haven't I haven't seen your intro in a bit right yeah what is yeah. with you doing the whole like bringing the controller in and pointing to it and doing the air guitar like what what is all that like uh that I think that's uh that's just my personality in a nutshell Game on Daily asked me to record a five to eight second like video reel of me so I just like recorded for a couple of. I don't know. I just did this funny stuff. I'm like air guitar, uh, just, you know, pump the fist, just be total dork. And, uh, there's Asa in the chat, but yeah, just, uh, I don't know. Have some fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, seriously. I didn't know. I didn't know I was doing this podcast to literally what? Three minutes ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is how good Rand is. He, he said, let me put on my podcast slippers. Let me crack the knuckles because you want to talk Halo, right? I mean, who doesn't want to talk Halo? And I got to give a shout out because Rand is here. He just literally an hour ago dropped his take on Halo Infinite. And we're going to get full into how we are reacting to Xbox's big Halo reveal. But uh, I want to give a shout out to over 200 people who are showing up here. This is the XNC podcast. I'm the host Colt Eastwood here with Randolph Thor. This is a podcast that's live on YouTube on this channel, and we're also on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, so you can check those out after with earbuds on and while you're mowing the frosty lawn. But we have a lot to talk about, Rand. How have you been today? Like, were you up at the crack of dawn for this, or did you wait until you were just dang well good and ready? You know me. I don't get up that early. (laughs) You know, and it was a six-minute trailer, and they're like, 8 a.m.? I'm just like, yeah, no, I'll just I'll just wake up whenever I wake up. And then, so I woke up and I saw your amazing video, which, honestly, every single time I watch one of your videos, it just, it blows me away with the amount of craftsmanship and production that you put in uh, every ounce of your talent, the genius, into every one of the videos that you make. You know, I my videos in comparison are just poop. They're just poop. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I saw your video, and I saw dealers, and I was just like, well, I got I to gotta do something a little different, right? Not, every, not everybody wants to, like, watch the same thing. So I, since I hadn't seen the trailer, I actually recorded my reaction live while it, within that the That is really different for you. So Super like, okay, different why for not? you. I, I, you, know, you, know, you know me. Halo's my favorite franchise in the world. And I was kind of like, okay, I haven't been on social media. I don't know what the reaction is. For all I know, people could be hating it. There'd be another Craig meme somewhere. And I'm just going to put my honest to God reaction out there. So yeah, it was it was it was fun to do. So I put mine out like um, an hour ago. You helped me with the thumbnail. Of course, you made an amazing thumbnail for it, as you always do. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah thank you. There's a lot going on in that in that trailer in that overview trailer, isn't there? I know we're going to break it down in a little bit. We've there's actually it's been a busy news week and. 
we were on the phone yesterday when you found out about this Halo thing dropping Monday morning, and you're like, Colt, they're gonna, they're gonna, I think they're gonna show campaign. I'm like, Rand, I'm not ready. Like, I gotta do the show, and I'm just not emotionally ready to cover everything because there's been like this. It was so quiet for like a month, and now Xbox has got all this crazy news that's been coming up. There's been more to talk about, but I want to start off uh, bite-sized. Mm. I got to ask you about the Xbox mini fridge because this dropped the mm. day after my last week's show, so I haven't got to talk about it on my show, but um, I got up in the morning thinking on a Tuesday morning I was going to get myself a mini fridge. What the heck was going on with that thing, Rand? Did you get one, Colt? Were you no. able to get one? Did, did you beat the scalpers? Or did you... <laughs> No, I didn't. I, uh, hey, shout out to Kung Fu Hot Dog who just joined the channel as a channel member. Uh, he's got the Marcus Phoenix emoji that I drew as his badge for the first month. And uh, he'll get access to videos that I put up like 10 or 12 hours before they go up. I finish them like in the evening, the night before. And uh, monthly merch. I need to do the merch giveaway this week for the month. But yeah, shout out to him. I did not get the mini fridge. Rand, what mm. in the heck? Did you even try? I didn't even try because I, right now in my situation, I don't need a mini fridge. So as much as I would like to get one, it would literally just be for an aesthetic, just for like a background thing. It would just mm-hmm. go somewhere and I wouldn't use it. So I was like, eh, I mean, it's not that expensive. It's a hundred bucks. But then I saw that basically nobody, well, nobody's maybe just a little bit over exaggeration, but a lot of sure, people sure. who were camping out for it, hitting that F5 button were disappointed because they weren't able to get it. And basically scalpers got it. They put it up on eBay for 250 to $300 with that price. It's like, no, I'm not paying that type of money for a mini fridge. And I think Xbox then came out and said, uh, there'll be more like launch day. Like you'll be able to go into stores and buy them if you wanted to and stuff like that. So it's unfortunate, but I mean, we kind of knew this was going to happen. Look, look at the scalping going on for PS fives. You know, for the, for a mini fridge, no? Well, yeah, I mean, because it's just a thing someone could easily buy and try to sell for double the price. And there are people out there that would, that would probably spend it. Although I, I am kind of curious to see if <laughs> how many of those scalpers actually end up with like unused inventory because they can't sell a mini fridge for two hundred and fifty bucks or something. You know, no, I mean, they can only they can sell it for ninety nine ninety nine, right? If, yeah. if they get super desperate, but um, I mean, we would sit here and talk on the show for an hour about mini fridges, but it's not just a mini fridge. Like it's got the light up button, the top lights green. Like I wish series X did. It's got a USB port on the front, you know, so you can, you know, charge your, uh, controller, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of cool. I, I would only need it for the aesthetic, but I would still load it with a couple mountain dews. I just couldn't get one, but I'm going to try and get one in, de- in December when they drop in the store. And I know the chat, I'm looking at the chat. Like they, they want a mini fridge, but scalping ruined it. But uh, I don't know. Rand, you need to get the mini fridge. Eh, I know what you want the mini. Here, I'm looking at your setup right now, right? Your awesome. Uh-huh. What guitar is that on your on your right hand shoulder? The uh, white one. What? That's that's my Les Paul. It's a custom Les Paul. Les Paul custom. And you got your and four have, records, right? And you got yep, your, you got yep. your hundred thousand YouTube plaque directly behind you because you make such incredible content. I know you, Colt. You're so know. close, Rand. You're we'll, so close. Well, maybe we'll get there next year. But I know you, Colt. I know you. If you got that Series X fridge, would it be going right behind you on the couch, or would it be going where that uh, piano is? I think it would be going over here. Uh, but I'm. But that's a really nice amp I have over there. I'm afraid to put something that may, uh, you know, condensate or drip. I don't know. 
I, I want it to be in the shot. So yes, Rand, you're smart thinking, mm-hmm. smart thinking. Uh, I got a, I got a superhero. I got to read. Let's see. We got, uh, we got lofty with the five pound super chat it says, thanks for all the coverage guys. He means you Randall Thor cranking out those videos. He said, bring on halo. Let's get Craig lore terminal in infinite. So, uh, did Craig die today? Rand? Yes. He, he, he looks so much. Do you see what Jez tweeted out? Like a picture of Craig that just says, yes. And it was just the, like the side if, view. Yeah. If like any, yeah. any, any fanboys give you gruff in the comments, you just block them and then post this thing of just Craig with his updated look. Um, yeah, looks- just the meme meister or what? Yeah. He's the, he's the, he's the meme meister of Mayo and shrimp. You know, he loves Mayo, right? Which is disgusting. Well, I mean, uh, no, it's not, not Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip's disgusting, not but, you too, uh, Cold Eastwood. D- no, Wait, you won't, you won't even get near mayonnaise? I no. actually, if 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 any of my friends, if like Gaz shows up and hears we're talking about mayonnaise on the podcast, he will get so mad. <laughs> He's like, "You're not allowed to talk about food on a podcast." But I I love food. Shout, and speaking of food, shout out to Kung Fu Hot Dog with a five pound super chat. He says, "Hey Colton Rand, do you think the slip space engine was too much for three four three industries, and it's why the game was delayed a year? Forza Horizon five and Halo are coming this year." Um, I think. The big reason why it was delayed is because of the pandemic. I don't think 343 was a studio well-equipped to work from home. And they were coming in the final stretches of Halo Infinite's development when COVID hit. And Microsoft has very strict work-from-home policies. Like, you know, I don't think they've been they've been working from home since, like, March of last year. Yeah. And I think oh, yeah. 343 just wasn't equipped to build that game with everybody working from home and it just suffered because of it. And it just wasn't going to be ready in time. Um, so the, the year delay, obviously I think is very beneficial. Um, it looks a lot better. Well, we'll, we'll talk about our thoughts on the trailer, but I, I, yeah, yeah. I think the main culprit is the pandemic and the work from home stuff. So okay. do you agree, Colt? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when he says the slip space engine, I have to think that they've spent a lot of time developing that. So it's been, a, it's been seven years, hasn't it? Since halo five so yeah it's been a while has it been seven or six uh 2015 so six years. i can't do the math six years so um well of course i'm i would assume like creating the engine and getting the game working in it uh another question that we'll talk about later uh it's not really our forte talking about the super in-depth tech but some people are worried about the xbox one holding back we're going to talk about that later as well uh but as we're kind of warming in, I got to talk about GTA Trilogy because they finally showed the game. It looks slightly improved, and half the people I've talked to don't even want to get this. Where do you stand on the GTA Trilogy? Like, it, it, it's the great, right? Where are you standing yeah, on this thing? I, I don't know. I might get it simply to have it as part of my backlog collection, you know, because I do have fond yeah. memories of both Grand Theft Auto 3 and San Andreas. But nothing that I saw made it look like, oh, you need to play this now. Or, you know, it's been so long since you played Grand Theft Auto 3. You're going to play it now and have a better experience than what I did back in the, what year, whatever year it came out. <laughs> yeah. um, honestly, I'm looking. I, I want to play Grand Theft Auto 6. You know, I, yes. I know Grand Theft Auto 5 is supposed to come out or re-come out again next year, like a, a, a next-gen version. But it's like, okay, sure. But what I want from Grand Theft Auto isn't the old games. The old games were fine for, for the era they're in, but 
I don't know, Colt. I mean, if I buy them, which I might, I definitely won't play them. That's the thing. Like, it's just something I want yeah. for a collection. I don't actually want to play them. You know what I mean? I'm kind of the same way, even though I was playing San Andreas when I made that video in August. And I was so frustrated with the controls because we've just we've evolved and adapted beyond those type of controls. So I'm kind of with you where I know I just kind of want to own them. But here's the other problem. You're not, you're, you're not concerned with this, but Grand Theft Auto Trilogy comes out when we're going to be way too busy playing Forza and Halo and Battlefield. Like, so I know I'm going I'm to buy it. And it's just going to sit there. So yeah. I don't know. Chat, it's let kinda, me know if you're... It's kind of like uh, Alan Wake Remastered or these Crisis games where it's like, I played these games, yep. and they're great. I would, I, I, you know, if there wasn't anything new to play, like if there wasn't Guardians of the Galaxy or Far Cry or any of the new games out, yeah, I'd play Alan Wake, but it's like, do I really want to play Alan Wake again over a new experience? And you so love like, that game. And I love Alan Wake, and I bought it, and I'm going to play it at some point, but I can't really justify playing Alan Wake again when I haven't played Guardians of the Galaxy yet. You know? So Ooh, we got to say something about Guardians. That's not that's not on the list of all the of all the tasty things we have to talk about, but Guardians of the Galaxy was like, "Huh? Who wants that game? That looks stupid." And then it's getting really good scores. What's it sitting at? Like, you don't have to give me the exact number, but you were looking like Last time I last time I looked, it was like an 81. But it definitely seems like a lot of people. Uh, okay. A lot of okay. people like it, and there are some people down on it for having that score. But it's better than I thought it would get because when yeah. I originally saw those trailers, I was thinking to myself, eh, mid seventies, low seventies. <laughs> but it definitely seems like no, it's it's a solid game. Uh, I watched Skill Up's review; he strongly yeah. recommends it. I had to stop you know? watching his review. I watched like ten minutes of the thirty minute review, and I'm like, oh, he's showing a lot of stuff. I, I already know I want it. Like, are you, you're going to play it, right? Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was getting to that point where I'm like, oh, he's so, he's so plenty. He does such great content. Um, I was hearing that you get to, your companions, the Guardians, like, you bring them in on cooldowns and have them do attacks, kind of like turn-based, even though you have real-time combat, right? Is that kind of what you're getting from the game? Yeah, I mean, it just, yeah. I mean, I like the, the, the world. I like Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm interested in seeing whatever story they have concocted. So it just yeah. seems like fun, and uh, their last game, I believe, was Shadow of the Tomb Raider, um, Idols of Montreal, which was a quality, quality game, and I think their game before that was Deus Ex Mankind. So they make quality games. I yeah, have really yeah. no doubt that this game would be quality, so um, yeah, I'm going to play it. I know I haven't been playing much, and you, you get on me all the time because I've been sitting here reading Wheel of Time trying to finish it. I've been getting on you lately because like, you, you kind of took a little... Uh, sidebar while you're waiting for things to ramp up so yeah uh but that's that you know i just i like giving you a hard time all the time that's what that we do true. though yeah, that is true <laughs> uh you know, would, Cole would be on the phone with me and i'm like he's like are you getting on to play you haven't been on in a month and i'm like i'm pl- i'm reading my books and colt's like i'm gonna get i'm gonna expose you on twitter you don't play games anymore and i'm like oh colt don't do that please well that's my uh that's my inner voice telling you we're not hanging out, man. Like we're not hanging out on Xbox while we play games and or play games together. Like when we played uh, Streets of Rage four together, that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, shout out to Saint Irv, uh, new channel member, and I got a super chat. Thank you so much for the five dollars super chat. Cade Forever says, "Colt um, Project Shallowin is a Wu Tang game published by Xbox. 
He's getting a couple things mixed up here or there, but he says, not only like, what the heck are they thinking? Is Phil losing his mind? Laugh out loud, just kidding. But for real though, like Kate Forever Ran is asking, what in the heck is this Wu-Tang game? Can well, you give uh, everybody the... Uh... <laughs> I, I'm not Jez Corn or Jeff Grubb, but this is a game I've known about since July. Uh, Jez found out about it. He's been sitting on it since then. He told me my reaction. He DM'd me and was just like, I know a new game. And some, Jez gets really excited when he gets new code names and stuff like that, new, and new information. So I'm like, oh, what is it? And he's like, it's a Wu-Tang game. And I'm just like, say what? Excuse me? What, 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 what kind of game is it? He's like, oh, yeah, they're making some, uh, like a Wu-Tang RPG or action RPG. And I was just like, yeah, I didn't have that on my bingo card. <laughs> or something Xbox would right. make. Um, but apparently it's being made by Brass Line Entertainment or Brass Line Studios. They're fairly new. What do they new. do? They're fairly new. So I'm not really, I okay. don't know if this is their first game or their second game. I don't really know that much about them because Jez has all the info about it. And so did, uh, so did Jeff Grubb. Um, so I'm not really too sure about the details of the game, whether or not like it's a game about the Wu-Tang Clan, the rap group, and they're doing like the, um, uh, they're doing the soundtrack or whatever, or if it's about like, like the Wu Tang like fighting, like the art fighting style. I'm not really sure exactly what uh, type of game it is, but it definitely sounds like it's a real thing. Um, it's I've been... heard it's like a very heavily stylized, animated or anime style like animation game. Like it's it's not like a photo realistic. Or it's just very anime styles what i heard i don't know who i heard that from maybe that was just somebody just wishing and hoping yeah i mean it's one of those things where you you get the information about it and you you try to piece it together but then it doesn't like come close to what you imagine because i remember hearing about project typhoon uh when jez first heard about it which was contraband and then we saw it and and we didn't really see much of it so even still like we don't know what what contraband is other so it's like yeah that this this Wu Tang this is one of those games where like it has my interest because it's so out there and something I never thought you know like my first thought was like we're we talking like a Def Jam fight for New York or something like that style game <laughs> right but yeah. it, it's definitely something that I would be interested in seeing what it's like uh, I think Jess said it's like four player co op and stuff like that so we'll see I don't know when it would get revealed I don't know when it would get announced uh, it might be a couple years away but I mean. Xbox I think is it's... making a ton of games, and the, you know the, the whole like diversity thing. Like that's where I think this one maybe uh, confuses people because they're like, sure. who asked for that?" But like Phil and Matt, they've been all upfront about making uh, diverse style games. So you you know you got your racing game with Forza, you got your shooter with Halo, you know you got your quirky platformer with Psychonauts, you know, and then you have you know you got a you got a heist game with Contraband. You got like a MMO RPG from IO Interactive, which Project Dragon. Then you got this Wu Tang game, so many a games. visual novel with like uh, from As Dust Falls and all these other titles, and then everything coming from you know first party. It's just like there's just so much content, which is exactly what Xbox needs. You know, right? So, I wonder if it's one of those things where you know Matt Booty and the team saw this Wu Tang thing in development and like. How much do you want for that? Like, we want that. Oh, that'll be. On, we want to get that on Xbox and and make that a platform exclusive. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Uh, maybe there's things out there that are like a nice 
easy price. And then they come to Xbox and uh, isn't Xbox looking for a couple of those games that are just kind of like the viral runaway hits as well as like the big, the bigger games. Haven't you kind of seen that attitude coming from Matt and Phil when they talk about Among Us and Fall Guys, right? They want all types of games, you know, big blockbusters, uh, you know, really good indie titles. They they want like a, a breadth of games instead of like a one type of game. So yeah, yeah. Um, I got two. I got two messages about this, Rand. This is totally off topic, but thanks to Raymond G for the five dollars super chat. He says, "Cole Eastwood, Happy Monday." Got my LG CX OLED updated to Dolby Vision at four K, one hundred twenty hertz on the Series X. So I guess those updates are rolling out right now. Uh, you might want to check your TV if you have the L the CX. I have the C nine. So am I not mm. getting that, Rand? I don't think so. Unless you go to their website, you might be able to download the update and put it on your USB oh, okay, uh, okay. and update it that way. But I'm not sure. I think I think they stopped doing updates for the C9s. Sounds like yeah. you need a new TV. You need to get the C1. <laughs> oh, man. I just got this TV when? A year and a half ago? Oh, yeah. That would that would be horrible. Hey, one more and we'll get, we'll get moving. I... You know, uh, hey, Blinken, well, thank you so much for the 20. He says, hey, Randy Colt, what's your most anticipated Xbox holiday game? He can't decide between Halo and Forza. Um, Rand, what is your most anticipated game this holiday from I mean, Xbox? It's it's Halo. Of course it's Halo. Yeah. It's my favorite I'm, franchise. So it's been my most anticipated game the entire year, and it's not going to change. And, uh, you know, I've already played Forza Horizon 5, wink, wink, just like Cold Eastwood has. Uh, <laughs> On preview. I have yeah. not played Halo 5's campaign. We have played the multiplayer together, and it's a lot of fun. And I'm going to play hundreds of hours of the Halo multiplayer. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am really excited about, finally, we're going to, soon, I mean, what are we, a, 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 mo- a month and uh, maybe a couple weeks away from December 8th? Um, yeah, let's not let's not do the math because yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, I can't. Even, I just finished. I like pushed myself through Far Cry Six yesterday. Uh, yeah, I think it was yesterday morning and finished it because we've got so many games coming, and I just forgot what I was gonna say. You got me so excited. Oh, you and I were comparing Forza Horizon stats, and I have like over six hundred hours in the series, so I love Forza Horizon. But Halo is like this is like a new. This is a new experience on Halo. And that's why people are so excited right now. So, uh, all right, let's get into, uh, we, we kind of talked about the, the Wu-Tang thing. And then there's that mobile cloud, like you could play on your phone, you can play on the console. I don't want to get into that, but there's, that's just another thing that you didn't mention when you listed off like eight games that are coming that aren't like the big things that uh, have been shown already. Like there's all those games that are just names or projects. Uh, we got to talk about gamesindustry.biz. Uh, they've kind of been given Xbox kind of the push, right? Kind of given that, that push to get to the center of the gaming platforms, right? Because they need to really compete. And they put out an article saying that Xbox needs to bring bigger games to Game Pass if they don't, basically, they don't want Game Pass to nosedive like it did this year. Now, did you talk about this in your last podcast about the... They didn't grow 48%. They only grew 37%. Yeah, yeah. We, me and Jez talked about that. And Jez has a lot of inside contacts at Microsoft. He was saying that Microsoft sets these expectations for executive payouts, which isn't... People think... 
it's funny because people think like um this was just like oh they wanted to grow this much and that was their target like this was the growth target for executive bonus pay compensation so what Satya? Why are we hearing about it then? Well, because <laughs> it was it was because it was it was noted because uh, Microsoft has to put out their financials right, and and it was noticed that hey, Game Pass was they had a target. So when they when they made the bonus pay targets for the year starting last year from June, so from June 2020 to June 2021, if Game Pass hit a 48 percent, Satya and the executive team would get a bonus, right? Um, yeah, it, didn't. Yeah. it hit thirty-seven percent, and I think Teams missed its bonus, and um, Surface missed its bonus. Right, so they oh. set them. They set so did really Satya high. like slam his Lamborghini door yeah. shut? Dang it! Instead of getting a hundred-foot yacht, he can only get a fifty-foot <laughs> yacht this time. So instead of um, yeah, so basically, when you think about, I actually think thirty-seven is pretty good for the year Game Pass at because honestly. Game Pass from June of last year to June of this year wasn't really good. It wasn't spectacular. It could have been a lot better for many different reasons. One, they made that projection of 48% thinking Halo Infinite was launching with the Series X. In November. It yeah. It, it got delayed, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and when you think, and when you look at like what else came out for Game Pass, it was they had the medium in January, they had Gears Tactics for launch of the in system. December. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, you had MLB The Show and Outriders in April. But the for the most was, part, well, yeah. The Ascent was July, so it would have missed Oh, it was. Okay. So for yeah. the most part, I think most people would say Game Pass didn't really have any big hitters at all. So the fact that it grew 37%. And, game, and Xbox as a platform didn't have any. Yeah. Yeah, because so, so like, you kind of need that. You kind of need that uh, showing, right? Like when people just know that Xbox has great games, and they were so that uh, late winter, early spring was pretty rough. And I talked about it a lot. You talked about it a lot on your channel. Yeah, yeah, and it's just um, you know, the, what's going to make Game Pass grow is Microsoft's first party. They need yeah. to put out those. They need the Forzas and the Halos to be out, and we're getting them. We're getting them starting next month, and we're getting, you know, Halo in December, and Starfield's going to be a watershed moment. Uh, Redfall, right? But like Microsoft, yeah. like to grow Game Pass, they need to constantly be putting in games. You can't go from January to June, basically half a year with with the teeny games, with, with not anything substantial. Like you need your own first party games, and you need other big third party titles. So yeah, Microsoft that's... knows how much it grew. It still grew thirty seven percent without Halo, which was was supposed to be there. And who knows? Maybe if Halo launched last year, maybe Satya hits hits its target. Maybe Satya, you know, hits the fifty percent bonus target, right? And yeah. we'd be singing a different tune that hey, Game Pass hit its targets. It's growing, right? Um, so I, I personally don't think it's a big deal, but they do need the games. The games they're working to draw people to the service, and they need to start <sighs> delivering on them. Pers- I mean, I, that's what I think. I think. Well, there's another. Start- there's another part of that I wanted to ask you uh, about, yeah, like when you're talking about the third party. That's what I was going to ask you in a second ago. But I, I got to say this first because I said this on uh, Miles' show, uh, Miles Dompier's, uh podcast on Saturday. I said, because you and I are YouTubers and we're always looking at the numbers. We're always trying to 
make better content and get more people to watch and get people excited and grow the audience and, and communicate with everybody. And so I was explaining how we look at the analytics. Like YouTube's very brutal. They tell you, hey, Rand, your video, nobody wanted to watch it. Like they kind of say that, right? Mm-hmm. And we and you and I have these discussions behind the scenes because, you know, we take time to make videos and we're excited about the news. We want to share it with people. And if a video doesn't do very well, you're like, oh, man, why didn't anybody want to watch it? Was it not good enough? You know, do I need to do better? But anyway, that's kind of a fun backstory. But like you, when you look at the analytics and YouTube says, hey, Randall Thor, your channel is up 12 percent right now. Keep doing what you're doing. You're like, oh, man, that's awesome. And so what the reason why I said that is. Xbox was told, hey, you grew 37% year on year. If we got that kind of growth, we'd be like, hey, we're doing really, really well. But when you look at that target where they were 10% under, like the media kind of flipped out and some of the some of the fanboys kind of flipped out on it, right, Rand? That was Well, I mean Game Pass is Game Pass definitely has people that love it and people that hate it. Both yep, yep. in the fanboy community or or just in social community as well in in the media. There's some people that just don't like game. Look at this man joining. This man, <laughs> let's see, here's the thing. I'm only here because Forte, Forte was supposed to be Stop on the it. show, and Stop I was it. just going to be Stop like, you know it. what? I'm going to read my book, which mm-hmm. I need to finish. Nope. And That's because you're a friend. Well, I, I'm here for Colt. Listen, so thank you. So you later, guys. Forte's here. That means I can leave. No, I'm done no, for the night. Oh, my gosh, chat. Chat, somebody grab grab Ram by the ankle and hold on to him. Listen, first of all, I need to apologize. <laughs> Second of all, let me tell you, you know, let me tell you the, the weird story how this all went down. So I get this invite from Colt. Shout out to Colt because that was like, it almost, it almost made me tear up last Monday when it happened. So I was sitting there. It's like, dang, heck yeah, we're going to do this. And then Wednesday, I get hit upside the head with an announcement that, my store and all the stores in my area are going to be getting PlayStation 5 bundles on the 20th. Oh, jeez. So, so we were like, so we're sitting there. And then on top of that, they're saying, oh, yeah, don't forget you got a remodel for your store coming up this Sunday. So I'm like, and we, I knew. Do, and we got to do all our seasonal hiring before the end of today's business day. So I'm like, yo, I got PlayStation bundles coming next Friday. I got uh, a remodel in my store on Sunday, which I didn't get home last night till 2 a.m. So shout out to that. And then had to get up this morning and go to work. And I'm sitting there. You know how it is. You don't work the next two days. So you try to go above and beyond. Be like, yo, I need to get all this stuff together so my people don't have nothing to do. And then I, I, I have one ear pod in my ear. Literally one ear pod. No phone call from Randall Thor 19 to let me know that, bro, where are you at? I'm sitting there <laughs> just working. I'm working, like, thinking. I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking the show starts at 830. And, I, and then when I see Ray's tweet, his text, I'm like, oh, shoot, it started at 8 o'clock. Man, my mind has been all over the place, so shout out to you guys. I appreciate it, um, but yeah, it's been I, I got to give an intro. Like, you, you can't just jump in here and tell that crazy story. Guys, this is Gaming Forte. We've been friends on Xbox for uh, two or three years, and yeah. I've been wanting to have him on the show because we talk. When we're on Xbox Live, like, we, we talk the talk about yeah. gaming news. Gamey Forte runs a GameStop. That's what he's talking about. So when he just said that he's being bombarded with some, they're going to send him like one and a half PS5s. No, but they're going to get him some bundles. He's going to be busy. So, Rand, do you want to stick around? The chat wants you. We want you yeah, here. Yeah, I, mean, I know you got stuff to do. You know, I was yes. Like, was, well, because I told to do. Cause when I was talking to Colt earlier, like six, I was like, 
you because Colt was like, I don't know if Forte realizes he's supposed to be on my show tonight. And I'm like, well, if Forte doesn't show up, I'll do the show, right? Because I don't want Colt to come out like by himself and be like, hey, guys, like this. me, uh, got right. here. <laughs> and at like 6.50, Colt's like, I haven't heard from Forte. And I was on the phone with Cognito. Yeah. I'm like, Cognito, I'm like, you believe this man Forte is going to – no show, cold what, show. What Cognito tell you. Cognito oh like, come on! I, I, got, I have to call Forte right now. It's like I gotta call him. I gotta tell him. I knew. Bro, I knew wait, something was so going he on. Ain't I kept call me. He I ain't called me call either. Me. I guess. Yeah. Actually, oh, you know, he uh, Cognito texted me and goes, "Hey, Colt, let's see if Forte just uh, crashed and burns." And I go, "Yeah, let's wait." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, no, this community's incredible. Like we all are always talking. And we're we're networking. We're getting it done together. But when you said you got hit upside the head, I was like, maybe you really did get hit no. upside the head, uh, and you were laying in a ditch, and someone's trying to no. steal your Xbox mini fridge pre-orders. Is that what was going on? Oh no, I wish that one was going on, <laughs> dude. Man. It's I, crazy. So you didn't know about the Halo stuff this morning? Like you've no, been? Listen, no, I knew about it this morning. This is the funny thing. I shout out to the Iron Lords because I did the the reveal stream this morning with them before I went to work. You know. So I get up and I see Lord Attic streaming at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yo, why is you streaming at seven o'clock in the morning? And I look at the title and I look at the title and it says Halo Campaign Overview. And I'm like, did I miss something? I was like, I went to, I said, I went to work at five o'clock p.m. yesterday. I didn't leave till two a.m. Holy smokes! Normally, bro. nothing like this happens on a Sunday. I'm like looking at tweets and stuff. I said, did Xbox tweet something? And then I finally get to Halo's tweet, and I was like, and then Joseph. At what time? What 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 uh, time it zone was, are you in? I'm in Eastern. So, what time did you finally realize that? I, Literally, Xbox like, like here's seven, the game like seven thirty a.m. and okay. I was like <laughs> so so then I I text what's the name and he was like yo you want to jump in the live stream and I was like uh I sure what's happening I don't know and then I I did watch the stream but it was just really weird because X either this was going to be a really good they were like super hyped to show this or it was going to be really bad like they wanted to get it out really quick that's how i kind of looked at i was like the fact that they threw this information out on a sunday late in the day it was like okay we're just gonna pull the band-aid off real quick or we got something really fire to show y'all and we super excited and um i really liked what i saw so yeah we're gonna get fully into that i've got a couple of uh quick topics to cover uh, that ha- that need a little bit of discussion, and then we got to get all the way into this uh, this Halo stuff. And I hope that you've had time to watch it at oh, full fidelity, it. Gaming Forte. Four K, the only way to see it. Don't watch 4K, nobody else's baby. stream of it. If you watch somebody's stream of it, you're gonna be disappointed. What about Look the people that? What about the people that recorded it and uploaded it in 1080p 30? Where make make it look like crap because they're trying oh. to tell you it looks like crap. <laughs> what do you mean make it look like crap? Because do- like. You know, they took, they took a horrible. Did you literally it, it, just take somebody's name and put it in the name in the middle of what you were saying? No, Rand said he made. They made it look like crap. I they know made what it looks like about. crap because the recording that they then used for their video looks awful. Oh man! So you know, what kind of gamer would make that game look like crap? So let's talk I'm about gamer. Let's talk about Rand being vilified and. Uh, as the crowd raises him up and praises him for all of his wonderful, uh, what do you call it? Like your prophecy, the prophecy of the Randall Thor 19 Which and PlayStation games oh. going to PC. 
Uh, we got the big announcement that nobody said would ever happen because PlayStation would never put their bangers on PC. Let's start with Gaming Forte because, Rand, we need to talk about... I, I need to find out if you got some some apologies. But Gaming Forte, how was your reaction to God of War heading over to the PC? Uh, my reaction was three years ago when I f- knew this was going to happen when the game came out. I, I instantly knew. I was like... I just didn't want to wait. God of War is my favorite franchise. I literally bought my PlayStation 5 just to play God of War. It's it's sitting right here, this beautiful thing here. You know, that thing. It just sits there. Wait for wait for God of War. But um yeah, yeah. ultimately to me, it was I was I really kind of want to rebuy it and play it again because I want to play it at 120 frames per second and let people know, like, man. Y'all don't know what y'all missing. But ultimately, mm-hmm. I'm just super excited that more people are going to play the game. That's all that really matters to me. Um, I feel like it's one of the best games that came out last generation. In my opinion, it's the best game that came out last generation. But um, sure. for some reason, people just assume that Sony don't like money. And sir, last Forte. time I checked, they all like money. Forte, sir. It wasn't even the best game to come out in 2018. Yes, it was. What no, it was? Wasn't. Please don't say. What, Red what Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, Why? Because, because, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Are, are we saying that because Xbox got you know the definitive version of it, sir? Are we no, saying no, that, no. You know, you know Red Dead looks amazing. No, it does. It does look amazing. Yeah, Red Dead I'm just and I teared up. A co- I teared up a couple times in Red Dead. Like okay, that part? game stuck with me. God of War is a hard hitting powerhouse. That's that's it. a tough one. I, I also just, love the heck out of Forza. I always just 4, say that but. because Forte's like it's the best game of last gen, and I'm like it wasn't even the best game of the year it came out in. Listen, at least you know I'm not lying because you know <laughs> I don't put games down. I don't put down Destiny for anything, and I put it down for God of War. You know, so you know, in my opinion, I feel like it was the best game of last generation because I don't put down Destiny for anything. Mm, but that, that is game, true. Yeah, so that's definitely yeah. true. I mean, there's a lot of people that would agree with you. It won Game of the Year at the Keeleys, which is the most important coveted uh, title. But well, we Rand, did you get from mile away, though? <laughs> did you get an apologies, Rand? Did people come to you and say, I'm "So sorry, I called you names. I didn't mean to put your head on on uh, on some other picture and make funny." Wait, I do that, but. Did you get apologies for this, Rand? No, I, no, no, this. I didn't get no apologies. I mean, some people apologize when. Horizon that I mean this all blew up because I said Horizon was coming to PC. Yeah. And people didn't believe me because at that time all the all the Sony fanboys were like, this would never, never happen. Ever. Because Sony yeah. knows the value of their exclusives. Right. And I was just like, I don't know. I'm hearing Horizon's coming. I'm hearing Sony wants to put all their games on PC. And people just called me they called me names. You know, Rand's over there with the sheep horn in his ear, and he's like, "I hear, I hear thee, I hear thee with the PC games." Shout out to Gaz in the chat. What, what what time is it over there in the UK? Gaz is up, and we got people here in the chat that are still up in the UK who are absolute uh, great friends of the show. Uh, I think Gaz is working on his Halo Infinite video, so he can bring his stuff to the masses. Uh, one more thing, I was going to ask Rand, what are the uh, other couple of big rumored whispered PlayStation exclusives coming to PC. Have you heard any? Uh, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima potentially coming to PC. There we uh, go. There's always talks about Bloodborne coming, like in a. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Too. Bloodborne, um, you know, Ratchet and Clank. I mean, there was a bunch of leaks from the Geoforce uh, thing 
which, you know, Gran Turismo 7 was on there. Um, Yikes, wow. So, I mean, we know. I mean, as as King David would say, Worldwide Jim. He's, he's about putting put them putting them everywhere, and you know the hashtag his hashtag you're not enough, right? Jim wants Jim doesn't want just t- ten million or twenty million anymore. Jim, you know, worldwide Jim wants hundred million. Worldwide yeah, Jim, I want the twenty million. Mi- I want the fifty yard mop, baby. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. PC is just going to be an ongoing strategy that that PlayStation is going to leverage, and you know we went from playstation will never do it to now well they're doing it the best way they're smart about it because they make you buy it on playstation 5 and then two three four years later they then resell to you for almost full price on pc and they're like it's not that big of a deal but you see it's not always going to be three to four years later why why do they do that why do they have to say it's good they they make the pc guys wait but what they're saying rand is our, our our console gets to feel special yes. longer. Yes. That is so dumb because oh. Phil called out Sony and, and PlayStation for making you double dip and they use double dip as a as a talk as a champion point, don't they Forte? Man, they they've been doing this for quite some time. It, it's funny to me to hear a lot of the people saying that they couldn't believe this was happening when like four or five months ago that leaked document came out and then we also had the information from um Jim Ryan himself saying the full slate is coming. Like what is the full slate? If I was to ask you what full slate of something means, what does that mean? I would think full slate means like all the games you can list out that are like the big exclusives that are the big sellers, they're going to PC. Exactly. So Yeah like Rand saying Gran Turismo 7 being on that list um, doesn't surprise me because guess yeah. what? It's part yeah. of the full slate. So We um, were hearing about this in, at the end of 2018, wasn't it? Game Forte. Yeah. Like we all made videos about it all right, because like we knew all, it was we'll coming. You, first of all, call me Forte. Game mm. Forte is like too formal. Just call me Forte. Too formal. Too I'm formal. sorry, sorry. Mr. Gaming Forte no, 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 stop Esquire it. the third. Stop, stop <laughs> it. Just Forte. Oh my gosh! Gaming in hey. front of it now, <laughs> it dude. You've weird. got you've got a crazy week ahead of you. I will call you whatever you want. And you will enjoy it. Uh, but you right, you right I'm, I'm gonna be that. watching out for your sanity this week, man, because oh, they're I'll gonna be, be knocking yeah. down your doors. <laughs> I gotta well, give a shout out to Tyrone Bigums with the two dollars super chat. He said, "How many rocks are on the new Halo ring?" Uh, I think it's four hundred fifty-seven thousand three hundred twenty. And risk it for the biscuit. Uh, new Australian friend of mine with the Australian $8 says, speaking to a mate last night, he's concerned that Halo is a Ubisoft fetch quest. Ooh, Take the fort, go here, shoot the fruit. Is that a concern? Rand, let's go to you first. Right, so are we actually getting into the Halo topic right now, Colt? Is this what let's, you want to do? Let's Cause... talk about just the Far Cry Ubisoft concern real quick. Because we have a couple more topics that have to be covered. And then we're diving into Halo. So, yeah, I was going to hold this, but... I think it's, like, my only true concern about the title at this point is how much of, how much of it is, hey, it's Halo Infinite by Ubisoft. Because mm-hmm. it does seem like it, it has the, you know, the map, and there's a bunch of things you can do and a bunch of upgrades, and to get those upgrades, you need to go take down strongholds or keeps or whatever they're calling it in this. So, F-O-Ds. yeah, there's a little concern in the back of my mind that you know, this will be Halo in the vein of a Ubisoft open world game. Yeah. But we have yet to see how it's going to play out. Um, I don't think the world will be as big as, say, Far Cry 6, which is just littered with 
checklists, check things everywhere you look. Activities, like, yeah. And they're all just constantly the same thing, right? So I guess it's just one of those things where you're right to sort of look at it and just be like, hmm, that might be an issue. And, and, and as we'll get into it, I think that's my only issue right now. So Okay, okay. Well, you and I talked about this pre-show. Like, we were on the phone doing our regular, like, Randon Colt check-in. Uh, we're talking about your video you're putting out. But I don't know what how Forte is. Forte, are you worried about this? Forte. Uh, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. Okay. So, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I can see why people would be, especially if you're kind of tired of the whole Far Cry fatigue thing. I don't even really think it's more Far Cry. I think if somebody, if you really take a step back, they really show it off as being something closer to what um, just cost is, honestly. Like yeah. the, the way the sandbox is kind of designed, I'm thinking as long as they can stick to like what I call narrative hubs, I think they're going to, they're going to have narrative beats in certain parts of the game, in certain areas of the map of the Halo ring. When you go to those areas, you're in the campaign setting. As long as they stick to the narrative and keep that super tight while you're in those areas, I think they'll knock it out of the park. Because I think what's going to happen when you go from like narrative point to narrative point, you're going to have this vast open world that you can pretty much do anything you want to do in. Sure. Yeah. And that's where I think the whole that's where I think the far pride, the just cause stuff comes from. Because when I started seeing you shooting grappling hooks at everything and floating around, and I was like, okay, this. Yeah, I can see Far Cry, but it's more like just a sandbox that you could kind of just play in. And I think that's the thing that they really want gamers to kind of latch on to. Because let's be for real, a lot of people like the story for Halo because that's what the hardcore wants. But how mm-hmm. do you attract more people into that ecosystem? Because some people are just going to play the campaign and they're just going to run around in the sandbox like a la Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto <laughs> literally is a big yeah. sandbox that you just run around in and you do absolutely nothing in until they started adding more and more content to it. And I think that open world is going to get flushed out more and more and more over the course of however long this, I don't want to say 10-year plan, but however long it takes them to flush it out. So I think in the beginning, it's going to be something that people are going to be like, it's nothing there. But as long as they keep the story focus uh, where it needs to be going through that campaign with the first star side, I think it'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, and I I wanted to convey to people that some of the best parts of Halo Reach were when you get out in those big open areas and there's yeah. like big outposts to take out. And we love that. But hey, let me do some some housekeeping. Shout out to over 800, almost 900 people watching live. I'm here with Forte and I'm Randall Thor 19. We're talking about Halo Infinite. We've got a couple other things to talk about, but if you're enjoying the show, if you like these two guys and you're here putting up with me and you're having a good time on XSC Podcast, uh, move the chat out of the way for a second. Hit the like button. Let's get that close to 500. That helps the show. Like People like come check it out and, and listen to what we have to say, but you guys are amazing. The chat's on fire. I've got super chats I want to get to, but um, I am really excited that Forte said Just Cause because they said that in my video this morning. Um, oh, I, I know it's not yet, so I, <laughs> yeah, I know you've barely been able to watch it. I mean, you made <laughs> it here, right? But um, I got to say, uh, you guys gave great opinions. I have to say that I just don't see 343 inundating us with fetch quests and side missions and side activities and filling that map. 
I feel like we'll get a nice middle ground between the empty open Gears 5 and a more excitable place to play and use all the equipment, right? That's what that open world is for. So you can toy with the Covenant and the Brutes. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, Rand pointed out, I missed it when I was creating the video. We're, we're, we're into the Halo Infinite, but your grapple shot can get an electricity cable on it, yep. right? Rand, yep. you saw mm-hmm. it too? So, yes, yeah, because me, uh, me and Forte are paying attention, right? <laughs> <laughs> I did feel like I was. Uh, I hate you, Rand. I did feel like I was. I was rushing. So I got to say, this morning, uh, I woke up at flight like five thirty. I had my alarm set for five forty-five, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm tired, and I'm in my PJs, and I come into this room because I know I got to sit down and watch this thing live. And shout out to Gaz in the chat. We were on party chat. We watched the thing live at 1080p really low bit rate like it doesn't look that great but we were excited about the gameplay and as soon as it wrapped after six minutes that premiere we tracked back and watched the 4k 60 presentation and i guess like oh man oh man i wish i could do his voice because he's up higher register than me but gaz and i were like really excited and uh but that concern like that far cry thing i kept hearing about that on uh on social media i kind of stayed away from social media so um uh, I'm just excited about it, but let I me get that into one tweet and that was it. I was like, I'm not doing this on Twitter today. <laughs> well, we, we should talk for a minute about the reactions because uh, one of the things that we have to deal with is Xbox fans has been rough without them having games for like a, a lot of these chunks of time during the console generation. But like they're here, like 2021 is big for Halo and it's big for Xbox. Like they've got a lot of games in the pipeline that are coming now so like this is the moment and there are certain fans that are picking apart how halo looks um i'll ask the panel do you think halo infinite looks like it's improved or does it look like it's been one year improved i'll let you answer that first word okay what are we are, so what are we comparing are we just comparing this to last year or just all the games that 343 made up to this point for halo Oh, well, I mean, that's those a whole other can of worms. Those but are two different answers right those there. Those are two different answers. So if, I, if I go off of what 343 has done up to date, then it definitely doesn't look as good as Halo Infinite. And I feel like, not Halo Infinite, Halo 5. Yeah. Because I, I think Halo 4 for a 360 game looked like an Xbox One game when it first it looks came inc- out. Halo 4 it looks, looks incredible. incredible. And I think that's why a lot of people were super kind of like off, like off-putting to what they saw with Infinite because – that was the one thing that we knew 343 knew how to do was make a good-looking Halo game. And even knowing the style that they chose for the game kind of lent to the way it looked, it kind of just threw people off because they were expecting something different. But answering it directly to what you're saying, I think, yeah, I think they did incredible work over the course of one year. I never thought that they could completely change the way the game was going to completely look in one year but i think the things that they did when it comes to like the graphical pop is to adding textures people don't realize how much lighting really means in a game yeah. when you do and that was the first thing i noticed when i watched the reveal last year i was like there's no lighting in this game where's the where's the shadows and everything just looks super flat and bland and yep, that was the yep. first thing that came out in my my thoughts when i said it so 
seeing that stuff actually in the game drastically improved the visual quality of the game. And then you saw the brute at the end. He actually had textures on his face, which actually made me a little bit more happier and stuff. But I think for a year, I think they got as far as they were going to get in one year. I still, you know, I'm one of those people that was on camp not coming out to 2022 because I felt like they if they wanted to truly make Halo what it needed to be, they would have took a year and a half to almost two years of doing it. But for what they did in that short amount of time, I think they did adequate to make the graphics look a lot better than they were a year ago. Okay, okay. Wow, I've, I've never heard anybody say delay it a year and a half. Randall Thor, does Please. it look better? Yeah, it looks better than what they showed off last year, 100%. I mean, okay. it doesn't look like a completely different game, but you can right. tell, like... The lo- the pop ins are gone. You can tell Chief's armor looks better. <laughs> the lighting looks like significantly improved. Better. Um, the contrast, you know, right? Like yeah, it, it like, looks rich and deep, right? Right. Yeah. So no, it's 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 that's what an extra year of development gives you. You know, we were supposed to be playing this game holiday of last year. Now we're playing holiday this year, and the big concern people had was, hey, this game doesn't look so good. Like, <laughs> you know, right? And I always said like the gameplay looked fire even right. last year like the yep. gameplay looked fire and then we got to play the multiplayer and everyone's like damn the multiplayer is tight this this the the sandbox that they've created with like the grapple hook and the repulsor and all that stuff is going to be incredible and you you get the sense of that while watching the trailer like they just build this sandbox here are all the tools and go have fun and play it however way you want. You you don't want to do side missions. You don't have to do side. Mi- you don't want to go rescue uh, Forte and Cold Eastwood up in the mountains that are tied up, and then say, "Hey, <laughs> you're safe. Get in the jeep," and then fly the jeep off of a, off the Grand Canyon. You know, you you don't have to do that if you don't want to. So, um, no, it looks it looks a lot it looks a lot better. It's it's definitely uh, way improved. You know, people shouting downgrade. Like they were for Forza Horizon no. Five. Like Forza Horizon Five's downgrade. It's like really, you think so? Okay. Um, no, it looks good. I wouldn't say it looks uh, like I don't know, like an Xbox Series X title. You're like you know, a next gen only game. It's it's yeah, it's not um, like that's this game was supposed to come out on the Xbox One and One X, right? Yeah. I mean, that was that was the plan for a long time. We saw in 2019. We saw the final trailer with the with the UN, UNSC pilot. Like that game yeah. was supposed to come out the next year. Um, so yeah, it's a cross generation game. There's a, I, I you know I got to say something because Forte said something about the I forgot how you say his name, but the 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 brute leader who knows uh, with the t- no, the jobber, I don't know Craig two point yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the the whole at the very end they showed a better looking. Uh, brute leader, but <laughs> this was kind of crazy. The friend of ours shared that and said, "Oh, look, you know, it's it's improved." But then the community manager for three four three spoke up immediately when someone put them side by side on Twitter and said, "Well, hold on, that thing you saw today was pre rendered. It wasn't in engine." Rand, oh, why did they do that? Why did they like this was one of the things? <laughs> they try to be super transparent right now. Yeah, I mean they they have to get ahead of this stuff, and as soon as yeah. that stuff comes up, they have to stop it. Like we got to let people know this is not in game. Um, why, Rand? Why did they why did they use a pre rendered character when 
the whole game is in engine. There's this, we haven't talked about it. There's a seamless camera. When you're in cut scene, the camera will swing around and get behind you into the hand of hand of the gun with master chief. Like you're ready to go. It's seamless. Like God of war. Why would they show a pre-rendered character? Uh, because it looked good. It does. It look good. Like, I mean, do you guys think it looked better? I, I just felt like it just had a, it looked like the same character from 2020. I, maybe I'm the only one with this opinion. I feel like that it was the same model we saw, same level of detail, but it had chromatic aberration over it, and then it had digital distortion from like a like he was being streamed in on on a teleprompter. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just thought, why do they do that? Now, now we have to deal with that problem. I mean, what, <laughs> we don't have to deal with any problem. We're gonna play Halo. That's so, true. I'm not. That's true. I'm not sitting there being. I'm not worried about them showing a, a one second snippet of a out of engine cutscene or whatever how it is. Like I don't care. That's oh, that's yeah. not something I'm worried about. Ray, you know? that part you're not you're not afraid of the pixel police. Who cares about the? You mean those 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 losers? <laughs> no, I'm not afraid of them. <laughs> those guys with their Nokia's and they zoom in on a picture and and put it on social media 4, on a, a dot matrix printer. Yeah. Um, I feel like, well, there's more to that story, right? I don't know if you saw the tweet from John Junisek Forte, but he said that wasn't an in-engine character model, but we have more to show. Stay tuned, something like that. So I think he's saying we have him improved. We're just not ready to show him yet because he's going to be a main, he's going to be the mustache twirling villain with the with the 90s beating at goatee. Like he's got the Hootie and the Blowfish thing going so- on. No, you, yeah, you're right, and that was the same thing. That's like in my one tweet I said I was going to put out and not talk about it anymore. I literally said um, we will see more. I, I said I not knowing anything. I said we will confidently see more of this game before launch when it comes to the single player, and that's mostly because I just feel like with them dropping this um, trailer or not trailer, but this uh, overview like out of nowhere. They wanted to just, they basically said, we want to get campaign out there. We wanted to be out there so we're not being beat upside our head. And then we get up to this fever pitch of people thinking, all right, November 15th is right around the corner. Everybody's going to be expecting it. So you know what? Let's get it out now because I think they have so many other things around Halo that they want to plan to talk about that's going to lead up to that day too, which is also going to include more stuff when it comes to the campaign. They want people to know this is what the campaign looks like. We're not giving you really any story elements or anything like that. We're going to give you what the sandbox plays like, but outside of that, we're going to get so much more information over the course of the next two to three weeks. People are going to be like, I I honestly be people are going to be tired and say, I don't want to know anything else about halo because I just want to wait to play the game at this point. But I want to go back to the whole thing you were talking about with the year delay. I think the year delay, when it comes to the graphics, I think the graphics probably were minimum of what they did during that year delay. I agree. That's something we're not talking about. I think they spent more time flushing out that open world more than anything else. I think that's why they showed it off like they showed it off, because I think Story-wise, they already pretty much had that set. I think they just probably put some stuff on the cutting room floor. They probably added and reshot some stuff. Not as much as people probably think they did. But I think in general, graphically, they just did the little things they needed to do to make it work better and look better, like lighting, which did 
amazing things for the game. Yes. But that open world, I think that's where they really spent a lot of time. They because that was the one thing we saw when we first saw like the when you were going up the um elevator in the um original Last year. reveal. Yeah. All you saw was just open landscape, but nothing going on in the world. So yeah, right, that's people, true. Yeah, and that's yeah. what people. There's some birds, out. some some birds some George or, Lucas birds. <laughs> one, the, yeah, and, 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 and the further they got out, the the draw distance took them away. Uh, so I think, <laughs> so I think they fixed a lot of that type of stuff. Um, before, yeah, you don't spend a year. That that's such a good shout, Forte, because you don't spend a year working on graphics and. No. What we saw today was a massive playground of opportunity. Like they showed all these different ways. I got to say something that I said to Rand earlier today. Uh, PlayStation gets really praised for their animations and game. Like when you play Spider-Man game, there are times when the game takes over for you and your character does something really cool, like does a spin and move a kick and like a, a special move and then controls come back to you. But in a game like Halo you're constantly in control doing that. Like if you grapple a Banshee, hijack, pull the elite out and fling him behind you, take in the Banshee and do a barrel roll and come down, jump out and use your rocket launcher. Like that's stuff that you are in full control of. You have to be, have sticks and face buttons and triggers on the ready. So you are in full control of doing incredible things in Halo where in a more polished and produced thing that you see in PlayStation. I may get hated on this because I love Spider-Man to death. That was my favorite game of 2018 next to Red Dead 2, Rand. So when you when you see those impressive things that PlayStation does, like they're doing with Horizon Forbidden West, you're not in control for those really cool looking moments. They're quick times without a quick time button. So, but the, But I love that stuff. I love that production value. But when you're playing Halo, you're doing... Those things. Shout out to over 950 people watching Xbox Newscast or XNC Podcast. I'm here with Randall Thor19, one of the biggest Xbox guys in the community. Million gamer score plus. He's got an excellent YouTube channel. I'm here with Forte. He's on the podcast scene. He is a... He's he Mr. Is GameStop. The scene. He, is, he is the podcast He is the podcast. He's on the, every podcast. He's so good that he just no. drops in when he feels like it. Yeah. We love we love Forte. And then he just he added your show to his repertoire. Now, you know. Yeah, just like he's got like Forte? he's got the armband and he just puts a little mark on there and he's like he's got it all taken care of, but uh um Man, y'all funny. <laughs> you will you will enjoy it. But uh thank you so much for showing up to the show. Uh there, I got to ask you, Rand, because Gaming Forte kind of led with this, that they dropped this out of nowhere. Because you called me yesterday, like, we were expecting Halo Infinite gameplay to be shown on the 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So, tell tell us wh- what you were doing on a Sunday afternoon, like, how this uh, how this hit you. It wasn't, it wasn't even Sunday afternoon, it was Sunday night. It was a lazy Sunday night at 7 p.m., Microsoft's like, oh, by the way, Halo campaign tomorrow. Uh, be here super early, 6 a.m. Pacific. And I'm just like, huh? You're going to give the campaign, the thing that everybody's been waiting for for over a year that you didn't show really at last year's E3 or this year's E3. Yep. You're going to be, not only are you showing it tomorrow, you're giving only people 12 hour heads up. 12 oh hours? Gosh. It, and then like, okay, not only that. Does that scream confidence or does it scream well, we don't have confidence? I don't know. But then it's like, and then it's like a, a, a I think a bad time, like 6 a.m. Pacific. 
8 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Eastern. Now, maybe if you want to factor in the rest of the world, but it's like, why not have it at noon? They usually drop. They usually you know, drop their Xbox wires at 6 or 7 a.m. my yeah, time. True, but, you know, this is something that people have been waiting for. So I just thought, yeah. was, I just thought like, the buildup was weird, like, just the day before and super early, but whatever. It's a six-minute trailer. Um, I'm glad they did it, though, because if they didn't do it, people would be waiting with bated breath for the 20th anniversary. And who knows what the 20th anniversary is going to be like. It may just be a mm-hmm. look back at the history of Xbox. Right, we may just get back and pack games and you know FPS boosts on certain titles, and maybe just to look back at Halo, not necessarily a look forward. So, yeah, it, I think it's smart to get to to get it out now. Honestly, like I think perception around Halo has definitely it's weird. I don't know if there's ever been a game where people were hyped. You go back to the initial 2018 reveal, and remember it was the first thing shown. People were wondering what it was, right? And then you see the Master Chief with that note, the dun-dun, and then the, the Ride <laughs> yeah, of the Warthog, yeah. everyone's, and then Halo, <laughs> Halo, Halo opened it Warthog, for the first yeah. time with, with, with all the blue lights shining up, and people were, yeah, Halo Infinite's coming, right? And then the next year, you got a new trailer. Um, I think it was like Deliver Hope, and everyone's yeah. like, F yeah, Bro. this is amazing, can't wait. Yeah. And then the next year, we got the gameplay demo, so... Everybody yeah. was high on high on Halo for two years, and then we got the the trailer last year, and everybody just did a one eighty. Was like, no, and it created this worldwide meme that people still use. That you just put on your new T shirt, by the way, you know, uh, yeah, the Craig, Craig shirt T shirt, right? Yeah, and everybody was down on Halo, and everybody was down on Xbox because everybody was down on Halo because Halo is Xbox and Xbox is Halo, right? Yeah, it's not fun for us when we're trying to talk. Yeah. And report on the stuff, yeah. <laughs> and then, magically, people got to play the game. People got to play the multiplayer and the flights. And people did a 180 again. Oh, my God, this is amazing. The multiplayer Halo's is trending. So incredible. Big team battles, the sh- you know, the shiz. Uh, the, the grapple hook is incredible, right? It, it's it's not amazing. a gimmick, yeah. It, it feels great. People are doing unbelievable things with the grapple hook. Yeah, I, I got to ask Forte. Forte, is them dropping this 12-hour notice on a Sunday evening, does it scream, we're pretty confident, but we're not sure if we're going to fall on our face? Is What are you getting from that uh, last-minute premiere? Oh, man, it, it screams to me. Xbox was like, 343, you out of time. What you got? We need to get this out here so we can, <laughs> so we, so we can move forward. And not have to be lollygagging around with the 20th anniversary and 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 have even because like Rand's right. I think the closer you get to the 20th anniversary, at that point, that's that was my prediction. I was like, if we don't see anything before then, it's gonna be we're not going past that date. The 20th yeah. anniversary is the date that you will inevitably see campaign. And if you didn't see it until the 20th, can you imagine the screw? It's already scrutiny around the game. Can you imagine how much more scrutiny people would have for the game? It it would have had to almost be picture. It would have had to been beyond picture perfect on the 20th anniversary. So at least by getting this out now, they said, okay, this is the campaign overview. It's not 
strictly campaign gameplay is basically showing you the sandbox and everything like that but now we can go a little bit deeper the closer we get to the 20th anniversary if they do want to put some more nuggets out there about the campaign and start talking about that stuff they could be more focused on it because now it's not well i just want to see the campaign well tell me more about the campaign and now people are like kind of listening and more interested in what they got to say because either you loved it or you hated it or you're just indifferent because that's what i kind of seen on twitter a lot of people like oh this isn't what i kind of want and i'm like okay well what were you looking for blah 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 and, and that's a whole nother thing right there Xbox was in a win a lose lose situation with this one anyways because people are just super excited to see what they got to show for it and it's been a year since we've seen it so I think yeah they had to do something because it would have got even worse if they would have waited longer and longer yeah and I want to talk about um the way they showed this preview because we were speculating last night like how are they going to do this are they going to show a long extended one cut of like being out in the world are they going to do a bunch of montages with music and not say anything i want to get into that in a minute but space dovakin thank you for the two dollar super chat he says is that jez's partner from xbox 2 <laughs> of course he knows who you are well, Rand. that's the you- whole thing is like i it's jez's podcast right i'm just the dude on it i'm just it's just it's on some dude's channel. His name's Randall Chopliver. Right. Jez is, know, Jez is the man. He's the host. And Forte, we always stuff. give Rand a hard time because Jez will break some super tasty news. And yeah, every yeah, outlet yeah. on the internet will say, on Xbox 2, Windows Central Jez Corden said that this game is going to... Wu-Tang Clan is making a game. And then they never mention Rand. And we're like, yeah. come on. On Jez's podcast, the Xbox 2. You know like, what? On, you know, on the, on the Xbox Mail. You know what it is? You know, because Rand don't turn a camera on on his podcast no. and people don't know what he looks like. So they're sitting there. They're sitting there like, well, Jez is the authority when it comes to news and announcements because he works for Windows Central. Who is this other person with this um, bearded his face. Ava- this avatar that he got on the screen? You know, so he, it's like he's not relatable. We know who Jez is because Jez writes articles and everything. You know, who's Rand? He's just a YouTuber. Oh, that's t- terrible to say that. Well, Rand no, is Rand so knows, much more. Rand, Rand knows how I feel about him. Rand is like the best thing that's ever happened to um, YouTube when it comes to Xbox next to you, Colton. And, and me. He's the best I thing that's happened to me. Then, then, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, if Rand was to turn on that, you know, that $1,000 camera he got sitting on top of his computer right now, <laughs> he, he, he probably get, you know, a little bit more clout on his own show. I you can reach over right now and turn it on if, no, if the I chat would. No, I'm just kidding. Many times I don't have a camera. I don't have a webcam. There's I'm going to buy him one. Now, no. Rand and I have talked about it behind the scenes. He's not ready. When he's ready, he'll make his big debut on his channel if mm-hmm. he's ready, if he wants to. And, but you know, you know what Rand says, chat? He says, the moment I do it, they're going to go, oh, cool. And then they're like, oh, we're used to it. So um, it's all up to you, chat. It's all up to you, big fans of Randolph Thor. The you know eighty five almost eighty five thousand people. What are you at right now on your YouTube channel? Like eighty four okay. something. Yeah, look at that. You know all all eighty four thousand plus of you. Send him a love letter and tell him to put that camera on, and then he will make it in an article for comicbook.com. The only time or, I made uh, it in an article was I had wrong information about freaking uh, Starfield. Like the one time. I was wrong oh, about something, and they're like, Randall yeah, Thor okay. says this. I'm like, oh, my God. Right? Honestly, you know, a lot of people thought that game was coming out earlier than it was. But, who, you know, who cares? But I'll remember yeah. that one. Who said I was wrong? 
But uh, <laughs> it's, it's like such a problem in the community. You know, the one Dying Light 2 being exclusive is like my biggest L that I have to carry with me. And the L shape just fits nicely over the shoulder as I carry that around. And I uh, have to deal with it. But th- shout out to Meat Puppet 007 for the $5 super chat. Thank you, Meat Puppet. He says, Colt, these are his words, not mine. Forte, so you can't you can't get mad at me, but he says, Colt, once all PlayStation games come to PC, all the ponies' heads will explode if they didn't already. Um, uh, yeah, already I mean, it's already happening. <laughs> the, the heads exploding and the PC games. Listen, both of those. It's, it's, yeah. it's been happening for quite some time now. Have you seen some of the timelines of some of these PlayStation people over the course of the last month? I've seen them yelling into their smartphones on Twitter. I've seen the spaces. Even even the the, the PlayStation community itself is divided. You know, we got the we got the pony side of it. We got the genuine gamers that are PlayStation gamers, and then we got the Pegasus Nation too. So they're in. There's like a lot of infighting inside of the community itself. You know what? You know Xbox. We just you know we're all strong. We just stick together. Pega who? Yeah. Oh, you you shut up. You are Pega who? Pega who? Oh, Pega Pega. <laughs> I ain't gonna say it on this podcast. <laughs> fly, Pegasus. Fly. I'll say it. I don't care. Fly. Fly away. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, they're having a good time. Gotta, Bless them for too, bro. Website and everything. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they have the uh, the official uh, scroll that you sign uh, with. <laughs> with the, you have to you have to sign it with the uh, the thermal paste from the PS5. Oh Lord! So yeah, no, no, they're uh, they're having a good time. But you know, it's super important. Forte and Rand, it's like you talk about the stuff you like. Like, there's so much to talk about with the stuff you like. And this goes to Flame for the five dollars super chat. It says, "I can't wait to see Preston Garvey from Fallout Four in Halo Infinite." Chief, there's a settlement that needs your help. I'll mark it on the map. Oh. <laughs> 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 I do have a I do have a question for y'all. You know, being I know especially you because you play a lot of Assassin's Creed. How oh, do yeah. you feel? How do you feel about you know? Because we saw health bars on these enemies now how on the bosses, feel, right? On the bosses, on the mini bosses, yeah. which which I think is cool that they actually I was have paying attention for yeah. Shout out to you because you always pay attention, but. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> but <laughs> well, you ain't supposed to say it live. Supposed to go along with it. But um, <laughs> but for real, what do you think about that? Because I think it's really cool that they're adding that type of element to the game. It's something that Halo hasn't had before. So what, right, do, you, what yeah, do you guys actually think about hasn't. that? Uh, uh, can I go first, Rand? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go first. Um, I don't know why I'm a sucker for health bars, and and maybe you guys might agree with me when I say this. But there's something that like uh, Borderlands does it. Um. Mass Effect does it. I there's something satisfying about what uh I mean, doesn't Destiny Far Cry Six do it? There's something satisfying about watching the health bar go it just chunk down to nothing as you're putting damage on, knowing when you're about to get the final kill from like burst fire or single shot or or you sustained like SMG fire. There's something that's really satisfying to me about watching the health bar go down as you're fighting an enemy floating over their head. I, I know some people hate the health bar, but I think I like it. Rand, what's your take on the health bar? Do you? I, I'm okay with health bar on certain enemies. Like I really don't like it in Far Cry Six or any, like where each enemy has a health bar, right? Yeah. I, I don't like that. But if you're talking about, hey, this is this, you better watch out with this dude. This this dude can can, can okay. kill you. Where it's like, okay, now it's like a like a mini boss or a secret boss somewhere. So you That's know like a warning coming. when you see it, you're yeah, saying, so right? Yeah, it's like, okay, this isn't your regular Craig where you can just shoot him five times and he's dead. 
you're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to use the tools at your disposal to get his shields down or whatever he's using and, and get his health down. So I do think that's that's an interesting take on it, and I, I'm, I'm for it. As long as there's no health bars on all the rest of the enemies. Like, I'm, I'm okay with there being a health bar on some of these stronger, like, bosses types, you know? Yeah. Okay. Forte, are you a health bar nut? Mm-hmm. I mean, I play Destiny. That that game's nothing but health bars. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it is. Is every, it part of he, like that every, satisfying every, feeling? Every you know, no, the, he's absolutely right. It's like when you, as you, it's just like you know, doing raids and stuff in Destiny. When you see that health bar get to less than two percent, and you're like, "All right, who's gonna be the person that lays this final blow?" Especially in a setting like that, I think it's pretty. It's pretty. It's exhilarating. It's like you. You get excited, and the funny thing is, that's when most mistakes happen in fights. When you when get, you get that, confident, when you get that health bar so low that you feel like, all right, I just need to run in there and get this last hit, and then he hits you with that one stun move that just knocks you out, and you like, I should have just been patient. So I always thought playing a game that has health bars makes you a more patient gamer because you got to kind of pace yourself throughout a fight. But I'm with Rand. As long as every enemy ain't got it, I already got a game that does that. Um, but when I saw the health bar, I was like, that's interesting. That is a health bar on that brute's head. But if that's how they're going to go about the, uh, like, separating the fights between, like, regular minions and um, high-tier bosses and stuff, I'm 100% in for that. That's really nice. cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. What we've seen, there's no health bars on the regular enemies. Just like the, as Rand said, it's like that warning. Like this dude's bad, and you you better be ready. He's even got a name, you know. He's like, got a name. Yeah, you got a named this, enemy. This dude's got an actual name with some health bars. You better watch out, Master Chief. You know? Handsome Craig, thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody in the chat said we got to do a handsome Craig. So I, I got to draw up a cartoon Ooh. of Handsome Craig in the vein of a handsome Squidward. Like I think that would be uh that'd be something to get. Nicely oh. tattooed on the on the shoulder. Forte, you want me to do that for you? So you get I that handsome crick. <laughs> hey. We we got uh let's see, we got Hectic World. Thank you so much for the five dollars. He says, How can you have an open world without copying an open world like Far Cry or Just Cause? It's new to Halo, so for him he's saying it's different enough. Uh, we do hear that a lot. Like uh who was it that said I think it was Solid Rev. I, I watched mm. his video, him and his son sat down and they did like a live reaction uh, after they watched the the trailer, and and his son said the grapple the, the grappling hook's cool, and, but it's been in other games. But I'm excited for it. And Solid Rev said he's awesome. Go follow Solid Rev. Uh, check out his channel. He's like just he just tells it how it is. But he says like it's new to me. It's new to Halo. It's that's a new experience. So he's excited about something that has been in other that's, games. So and that's what I think Xbox and three four three are banking on. You know that's. That's why I think the direction that they're going in. For me, I feel like the direction they're going in in this open sandbox arena is kind of what Halo needed to be. You know, it doesn't change the fact that the story narrative will still be there, but what are you doing around that story narrative is what actually matters the most, and I think this is a good direction for them to take it in. Yeah, yeah. So we always think about that, and it's okay to have something that you've done before that's new to a game because uh, there's going to be new ways to do this. Let's talk about the grapple shot for a second, Rand, because you just you and Forte discovered something that I missed on the like the six times I watched it, and as soon as you said it, I knew. But this grapple shot, like, is this something that if you want, you can keep it on you at all times, like I did with the jetpack in Halo Reach? 
that was a question I have, and I wasn't too too sure. I wonder it like because you can upgrade all the different things. Like we saw the upgrades upgrade screen, and there it's the equipment from the game, right? The thrust, thrusters, uh, the grapple hook. Uh, looks like the shields um, and like the the dart that you send out to ping enemies. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if you're just gonna have to like pick and choose which ones you want to use. Or if One it's at on a, a time, cooldown, right? like, hey, you can use the grapple hook, but it's on a cooldown. I would imagine it's probably a pickup. Because you'd be pretty damn OP if you could use the grapple hook and combined with uh, the repulsor, combined with um, you know uh, all the other tools that you can use. So I'm going to imagine you pick that stuff up. But it'd be interesting yeah. seeing what all the upgrades are for it. Because... When I was watching it, and he basically grapple hooked an, uh, a brute and electrocuted him, where he stunned mm. him, I was like, "Oh, all right." And then it kind of went home. He's like, like, "Yeah, it was really cool." Like, there's there's cool. a purpose, there's a reason why you would want to go out and take over these these bases to to make yourself even more of a badass. So I don't know if they've talked about that, about the, you know, the equipment use in the campaign. No. Or if people no. have like blown up, like maybe like the image to see like, Oh, well it shows only two shots left. So you'd have to replenish it. It'd be interesting to see how that works. That's what I don't know. Like Forte, yeah. what do you think? Do you think you can keep it with you, but it has to cool down between uses or do you think Rand's onto something? Cause I didn't think of that Rand. Like, do you have to go find another grapple shot to get another four grapples, so, replenish it. Yeah, when he said that, that kind of instantly clicked in my head. I was like, yeah, that's probably what they're going to do. But I also think that when it comes to the different charge shots, like the electric one, there's probably going to be different elements. It's going to be more than just fi- uh, electric in there, too. I think you're going to upgrade that, and you're going to have different ways you can use it inside of there. So when you take out these different fortresses, you can get like upgrades to the grapple. So maybe there's a fire one in there, too. Maybe there's the electric one in Ooh. there, it, maybe there could be a poison one. Who knows? What They can go kind of anywhere they want with that. So you always had the grapple shot on you. You do have to find ammo for it. But the thing that's going to differentiate it from uh, the different areas you're in is the use case you do it in. So maybe this section you will use the electric one or maybe there will be a fire one. Maybe you have to maybe it could be a dark corridor. And you're fighting enemies in there, and you shoot your grapple shot down the hall at something, and it lights up the whole room, and we get that fake ray tracing that we're not going to get in the game that they want. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! So there's a there's a lot of things that they can do with it. I think you know, in a game like this where the sandbox is so open, there is a lot of different possibilities. But if I had to like put money on it, Rand kind of just said exactly what I think is going to happen. You're, you're always going to have the actual capability of having it, but will you have ammo to actually use it? And that's going to, what it's going to probably come down to. Yeah. I mean, in halo reach, you could keep using the jetpack as long as you didn't swap out your equipment. I, I got to get this super. Yeah. I got to give it the super chat from uh, Tunes the cat says for five dollars. He says meow. Uh, shout out to all the the cat fans out there. Yeah. I've got two dogs that are the size of cats, so now that doesn't put me on the same uh, same register as as the cat fans. But uh, shout out to Tunes the cat for that super chat. Um, something that not a lot of us have been talking about. Here's another big mystery because they showed us a lot of stuff, and we'll try and cover it, guys. But you get a lot of information and when you start to discuss this, 
Rand, we got to talk about these Spartan cores, and they explain nothing about them. But Spartan cores are your commodity, your resource for they're your upgrade perk for your equipment. Did you catch this when you were covering the video? I did. I did. I did see that. Yeah, that's what you're going to upgrade. So your use your there. best. Um, I've played a lot of Halo games. I think I know what three four three is going for. Tell us what in the heck are the Spartan cores? Where are we going to find them? Like, what is the deal with them? I would imagine you probably would get some for completing some uh, some of the campaigns so you can upgrade some of your abilities. But I think the majority of them, if you do want to um, like upgrade Chief's all of his abilities, like every single one, you're mm-hmm. probably going to have to like go out and uh, complete the, the keeps and the strongholds and stuff. Yep. And maybe, who knows, maybe they're even like collectibles on the map, right? Where if, or like, are they know, like fusion cores, like... You're on to it, because I haven't given this much thought, but Ran, you're on to it, right? That maybe once you take an outpost out, you go over and you pull a lever and a Spartan core comes out and you add it to your inventory. Dang, that's really smart. Um, yeah. Or is it like Crackdown where you you have to find it hidden somewhere and once you grab it, it's like one Spartan, you know, your AI, well, they, your new they, Cortana says Spartan core acquired and then the uh, agent they could do from- it. They could do it multiple ways. They, they're probably definitely going give, to give some to you during the main gameplay. Right, so you can level yourself up at some point, <laughs> microtransactions. But I think if you want to fully level yourself up, you're probably going to have to complete the strongholds and the keeps. And there might be some instances of like, hey, there's a hidden cache from a down pelican that you find randomly in the world. Awesome. And in that pelican, there may be like two or three Spartan cores. Because I would imagine it's not just going to be one Spartan core. Because I think in the video, it was like, to level it up to the next thing, you needed three Spartan cores. Right, so there might right. be things yeah. you find yeah. in the world. I wonder if that's how they'll go about it. But I think the majority of them you'll have to like get from the keeps or something. Okay, uh, Forte, what do you think? Do you think Rand's onto it with the Spartan core? Do you have your own own theory? So I see. I think he's a hundred percent on, but I also think they're going to use the multiplayer component to actually gain them through um, the past that way too. Because the way that really? they're actually they're um, doing this game at some point. Uh, even Jason Staten did talk about this. He said at a certain point that you will be going into the world with your Spartan. You know, it's not it, who knows how long down the line this is because we know this is with all your multiplayer me. Spartan. Like your yeah, he custom, talk, custom he gear talked, and everything. He talked about that. It was a while ago. He talked about how wow. the multiplayer character will actually like progress into this like the open world like they didn't say if it was going to be like in a single player aspect but maybe there's going to be another version of the game where you could actually take your spartan and go into the open world and play in that sandbox i could definitely see that being a possibility maybe when forge comes out that's probably when they actually do it like that but I think there's going to be many different ways for you to get these cores i think the most traditional way is going to be more through the forward opera um the forward operation bases which are the fobs that you can uh, take over and everything i think that's the main way because you're going to get caches from those and those caches are going to unlock you know one two three depending on how hard it is i think they're going to have um areas that are going to be kind of now i'm not going to say gatekeeped but there's going to be higher in enemies in these certain areas. So if you can go into a stronghold that is like significantly more powerful than you are and beat those areas, you probably get rewarded by the difficulty of what you actually do on that too. So if you like over, you know how Assassin's Creed, like you over level something, you don't get the same amount of XP or the same amount of, um, 
you know, um, goods that you would get if you beat it if it's a higher level. I think that's going to kind of be how they do it inside of Halo Infinite 2. But in general, it's going to be mostly just scattered about the world. You'll find them in, like, caves, fallen pelicans all over the place. Um, when you go up to, like, certain, like the Sulacos and the UNSC. Broken uh, mini fridges. Y- there might be one. There <laughs> might be an actual mini fridge in there that you can actually take one out of. It'll be, it'll, <laughs> be, it'll be, guess what? It will be a can of Surge from two. Oh, gross. It'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be, the refrigerator will say Surge on it and it will be part of the 20th anniversary Easter egg because anybody that doesn't know, Surge was the official drink when Xbox launched um, the first time. Oh, it was? Oh my gosh, that stuff. It was. I was there in New York when they did it for the first time. Surge. Oh my gosh. Disgusting. That's classic. I remember having Surge in like 98. I didn't know it was still persisting into the, the era of Halo. Oh my yeah. gosh, Rand! Do you think that Forte's right? I, I I can't imagine them having a level system where enemies are a certain level that you have to. I just don't know if that's even built into the world. Do you think that's something we're going to see? I would want to say no. I would hope not. Uh, I don't really particularly like uh, games that do that, where you can't go to a certain area until you're a certain level. Um, but maybe. Maybe maybe it is. I don't know. We, I just don't think we know too much. That's the does, thing. We don't know. Does leveling yeah, up your yeah. equipment, like, level up your overall level? Um, I'm not sure because the equipment, like, it doesn't help. Like, it helps you get around. Like, the grapple hook will help you get around. But it doesn't, like, make your gun do more damage. So, if yeah. you're, like, I think the gun will just stay the same. So, I don't really think it's going to be uh, gatekeep by level. Um Maybe it's gatekeep by story. Like, oh, you can't go over in this area until you beat this main mission here, and then the next part opens up or something, and that's how they'll they'll do it. But we'll have to wait and see. I mean, we know more about the campaign than we ever did, but now there's still a lot more question <laughs> so many marks. Questions, we still yeah. don't know uh, about. I was it. not. I was not expecting that, Rand. I wasn't expecting to see uh, you know six or seven minutes of like a ton of different scenarios, and then come out with. What in the heck else is going on in that game? Um, holy smokes! Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of questions now. Um, yeah, they we, we talked about yesterday how well are they just gonna you know let you see the game as as you would like a natural progression like Ghost of Tsushima did where they just went around the world in one long continuous loop. Um, but I think the creativity they shown is what really excited people i gotta ask you guys like how are people feeling about halo because we had a couple people drop into the chat and say no one cares about halo when we know millions and millions and millions care about halo ren how many people are going to be jumping on this game in december i mean a lot (laughs) i don't know the exact number um but with it being free to play on xbox as well as on pc it's going to have more players playing that first day and that weekend than, than in the history of Halo. And oh, yeah. there's going to be millions. Now, whether it's 5 million the first week or 8 million or and 10 million by the end of the first month or something, it's probably going to set player record numbers for Halo. And yeah, I mean, we've talked about how Halo hasn't been Halo since, you know, 2007's, you know, Halo 3, when it was at its peak of the height of its popularity. Uh, but I still think, even with the number of consoles the Xbox has sold between 
the Xbox One and the Series X and the S, and with it being on PC, you're going to, I think we're going to see a resurgence of Halo, and they're going to have more people playing than they ever had, uh, ever, at any given time before, simply because of the free-to-play nature of it. And what device are you going to play Halo Infinite on, Randall Thor? Oh, my Xbox Series X, sir. Okay, Forte, where are you going to put me playing Halo Infinite day one? Series X. Series X, yeah, me too, me too. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. There's a lot of platforms. A lot more people can access it. Halo 5 was on the Xbox One, and not a lot of people were buying that when it came out. Shout out to Flash Gorman, the $2 Super Chat. He says, can't wait to play God of War on my Xbox via NVIDIA GeForce. Uh, is that really going to be possible? I mean, I think so. Uh, because I, I, I think it's unblocked now on the Xbox Chromium Edge browser, right? So yeah. unless Sony did something to block it, I did see Tom Warren say that for whatever reason, Death Stranding didn't work or something. Um, oh, when he, he tried it, yeah, because it had to play it through that. Steam or something, didn't it? I don't know. I don't mess with that stuff. Like, I don't know. The whole thing about these games going to PC, really, does it matter? Like, I've got a great PC down here, but I'd just rather play on the consoles. That's just how I've always been. I was never mad when Quantum Break was going to PC. In fact, I was like, hey, I get uh, two for the price of one. Shout out to Lord Star Killer Xbox Series X01, a friend of the channel, a friend of Rand's channel. Forte, you see this guy around. Absolutely. He's amazing. He's been a channel member for 12 months. He's got the Ori uh, emoji. He says, great ecstasy podcast. Really enjoying gaming forte and the man with a million Randolph Thor. And he's got the achievement, the Craig emoji, the master chief and an Xbox logo. Jedi Knight Peter with the Australian $10. Thank you so much. Jedi Knight Peter. He says, Craig 2.0 is the new Cortana. Halo is King. Is, is, uh, is master chief back? Like I saw this return of the King meme today. Uh, where he looks like he's holding a sword, but he's holding like his battle rifle, and he's got yeah. his head down. Uh, is Halo back, guys? Huh. Is Halo back? Mm. Too, too, too. Whoo! Oh man, you're about to say it's too early to tell. It is too early to tell. It's still too early to tell because I look. Everybody knows my feelings on three four three. I feel like three four three was given the keys the keys to a kingdom that they did not deserve when they first got it. I felt what? like I I, I, I I'm a hundred percent in on that man. Listen, the reason why I mean, listen, I'm, I'm weren't there you, some people from Bungie that was, that were still there when? Yeah, there was there were yeah, but most of them didn't go. Okay, so this was my whole problem with. I I liked Halo Four. I'm gonna sit Halo, back for this one. I liked Halo 4. Halo 4 actually had a really good campaign. Some people didn't like it. Multiplayer was terrible. Um, most of most of the campaign was really great. The end was for me. Yeah, it was like it kind of fell apart. But, but it was, but a it was great. But it was a looker. Oh, yeah. It was a looker. Um, almost all it, the campaign was great. Go for it. Go for it. Halo, Halo 5, everybody, you know, consistently. And and I think there's a unisys that that campaign was to be desired because they didn't tell the truth about it. And a story there where they say hunt the truth. So um, that's how I felt about that one. Multiplayer was fine. My biggest thing with 343 is 2013, or it might have been 14, 2014, Master Chief Collection comes out. Destiny mm-hmm. is out. I hate, listen, listen, <laughs> oh, I'm going on my soapbox about this Destiny thing one more time. I hated that game. Hated it. It was, Bungie's my favorite developer. I was, I was, 
I was enamored by the fact that Bungie was making a brand new shooter, and I thought I was going to get the, you know, the 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 love that I got from the Halo franchise when it came to story. And guess what? That didn't happen out the gate. That didn't happen. And I was done with that game. I was like, as soon as Master Chief Collection comes out, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Never playing this game again. And guess what happened, Colt? Master Chief Collection came out, and um, we couldn't even play the game. And guess what? We couldn't even play the game for two to three years. The game finally gets fixed. Guess what? Not on an Xbox platform, Colt. Not on Xbox. They fixed oh. it on PC first. They fixed the game on PC. Yep. Then they fixed it on Xbox. So at that point, I was like, I guess I love Destiny more than I thought I did because um, truly 343 didn't love me because they didn't give me a Halo game that it will take me away from it. So I just haven't been a fan. Like I, I respect them because developing video games is hard. It's really hard. And I will never take the craft and say that I know what it's like to be in those shoes. I was yeah, just yeah. super freaking disappointed because I didn't get the experiences I wanted over the course of the Xbox One generation in Halo. That's what I was super disappointed in. But ultimately, they can fix all of that in the next three weeks, what, next two months when this game launches and if it hits those heartstrings, like I tell people, we saw Master Chief yeah, yeah. face when Master Chief was float to space, kicking Covenant out of the way, hugging and, and hugging and looking at the spark at the uh, Marines as they were, you know, dead in space and wondering like what happened here. My the music was playing. I I, I felt a certain way, and I haven't yeah. felt that way about Halo since like Halo Three. So they have the opportunity to bring a lot of people back to Halo. They do. With this game, they have a lot of opportunities. It just comes down to them executing it. Don't give me the multiplayer is fire. We know that's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all played it. Big team battles fine. We're, we're even willing to overlook the fact that campaign won't be there day one. Me personally, doesn't bother me, but a lot of people are overlooking the fact that, yo, campaign won't be here, still going to be a fire game. But that story has to hit on all cylinders. If it It doesn't, we got a problem. And then that's where the wait and see thing happens at. Because we can't play the campaign until the game comes out, Colt. That's the funny, that's the thing about this. The game is in yeah. Game Pass, so there is no reason for people not to try the game. Even if you got a dollar in your pocket, Xbox is allowing you to play this game in December when it comes out. So I don't want to hear anybody's excuses about, oh, well, I don't want to play the game because, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. No, try Halo out. See if it's something that you like because this is, I truly believe this is the final opportunity, not for Halo, but for 343 to give us the experience we want because there will probably be massive changes at 343 if this doesn't go off the way it needs to go oh, off. Oh, yeah. Oh, there that's will be massive true. changes. If this yeah. game doesn't hit, there will be massive Some, changes. Somebody else might be taking on Halo. I honestly think that probably already happened, honestly. Um, well, but, I, I mean, you gave one heck of a speech, and Rand was sitting there eating Triscuits like – yeah, like taking right. it all in. And yeah. I want to go to Rand here in a second because Rand has a totally different perspective, but he's always, Rand's always down to earth, just like Forte's take. Like he doesn't pull any punches, right? 
Uh, let me let me get to Rand here in a second. Um, let's see. We got uh, Lord Star Killer. Thank you so much for the ten dollar super chat. He says prices video reacts, video reactions by some ponies when they found out God of War was coming to PC. Uh, yeah, we we covered that pretty well, but um, they'll get used to it. Like you know, Jim Ryan's warming up that boiling pot, nice and slow. Uh, they'll get used to it. Uh, Risk it for the biscuit with the Australian eight dollar super chat. Thank you, Risk it. He says. I saw him in the chat saying he does not like Destiny or Destiny 2. Uh, everybody like has their games they don't like, but he says, personally, as long as they nail the story as it fits in the open world, they continue to support the campaign as long as it's promised. Destiny who, he says. But uh, I don't know, Forte, you might want to arm wrestle him that, later Forte? on that. Destiny who, huh? Destiny who? Uh, Destiny is uh, li- listen man Destiny's been around for seven years it still has over two and a half to three million people that play it daily so you two know. and a half million drug addicts you used to be one of them you used to be one of them I was never one of them yes you was you was when I bought it look, you was crying in the discord like y'all supposed to be running me through raids and y'all ain't even playing with me why, why am I playing this game Shut, come on Rand you was, that's, you was, that's because Rand uh, PUBG had run its course and Rand needed an, right, like, a new exactly. game he was hooked yeah. on Yeah. That, listen that man jumped into Destiny with us he's like yo, we ran him through the Forsaken campaign and everything he's like yo this is crazy this is fun and, and I'm with I'm with yeah I'm with you that. Forte. It's fun. I I didn't like the first one and uh, the second one. At, when I first play it, it feels like the same thing. I just didn't give it a shot. I hate it when I don't give a game a shot. Brandon the man with the five dollar super chat. Thank you, Brandon. He says, "How long do you think the campaign will be for Halo?" Oh, this is like a contentious oh, well. question. Will there be story DLC later? Shout out to Rand. Love your vids. Colt, your videos you. suck. Keep it up. No, That's Rand, true. your videos are awesome. Uh, shout out to Brandon the man for giving Rand the love. He's got Rand, uh, Brandon. Hopefully you've checked out Rand's video before yep. the show. If not, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be there tonight. Uh, I'm sure it's gathering up views. But uh, Rand and Forte, how long is the Halo campaign? Now it's just a guess, but uh, indulge well, us. Are, are we talking about the whole the whole thing? The, the or, whole what we go, or, or the thing that we gonna get on <laughs> December eighth? The whole cat days. pajamas, yeah, yeah. Because if we're talking about the thing we're going to get on December 8th, 12, 12, 12, 13 hours, December 8th. Uh, probably, chat, go ahead and start good. writing the number. Chat, write the number in, in the chat while while these guys I, are mulling over their uh, their crazy number. I think 12, if, 12 to 13 hours, but that's also with some expiration inside of the, the sandbox because you got to go from place to place and you're going to get stuck going from place to place doing side stuff but if you if you just want to say just blitz the campaign eight hours okay eight hours that's normal be, right uh, i mean <coughs> that's, that's a pretty decent length i mean if you're playing on like legend like mm, what's heroic or whatever heroic, heroic yeah, normal yeah, yeah, normal and easy been you can oh, run you'll beat that. that in like four hours yeah because you could beat like halo five on normal in like four hours you, or like four you hours can really. yeah 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 it's yeah. quick I mean, um, there's like eight levels or two, something. Oh, two of the two of the levels are literally like you walking around long. a seven. Oh, in a hub world and talking to the lady with one arm, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, as you can see, how memorable that was. Forte, you're right. Uh, when I when I think about four, four was really great. Just at that very end, like it had so many good. Uh, four was the one that got me emotional because like Cortana was going rampant and yep. and Master Chief was like coming to terms with it, and then the <laughs> what's his name. 
starts with a D. I want to say Dovahkiss. <laughs> the diadact comes in. I'm like, huh? Uh, Ran, what's your number? What's what's the what's the uh, normal playthrough of the campaign for Halo Infinite? As your guess, I would say. I guess it depends. Like, if you're just gonna mainline it, or if you're gonna do all the side objectives, that's definitely gonna add on to more. Uh, they do more averages, time. right? On, so on open I, I world games, say, developers say it, right? Yeah, I like, guess it, I guess it depends. I, I don't know. Like, what if you can just mainline you? the story on normal, which is probably going to be pretty easy, you probably be able to. I would guess probably beat it within six. But if you're playing on like heroic and legendary and like doing as much as you can, yeah, I could imagine you getting a good twelve to fifteen out of it. Um, depending on how I mean, big everything most is. Most people are going to try out like a little freeform combat and a little bit of exploration. So, so if you're saying seven hours, it could be maybe 10. So we're I'm, all just guessing. But. So I'm, so I'm, if I just, okay. So we're, we're talking about an open world and we're talking about a story aspect. If I compare it to something like, um, let's say, Witch Queen that comes out for Destiny in November or even Forsaken. Me and Ran, we me ran in um and um Cognito ran through that. It took us about four and a half hours to run him in one night, run him through all of Forsaken. And that's just the DLC add-on for Destiny. Now, if you're talking that was just four and a half hours just to do just that. You know, not doing anything else, not doing any side stuff, not doing any strikes, just running just straight forsaken all the way through to four hours. Destiny's, I mean, Halo's going to be way bigger than that. And that's why I think you're going to be kind of sitting around that eight hour, that eight hour mark. Yeah. How much of that time was that. like converting Ingrams, like rare greens and. Oh, it was blues. a couple of trips to the to the tower for Rank and get his power leveled up because you know he was pitiful <laughs> back then. Mm. Uh, Rand's one of the best. How dare you? Rand is one of the best, most skilled gamers that I've talked to. I know like he, he plays. He, yeah, he actually got he plays it like the hard difficulties. Well, he's he, like, he, oh, I went through it. Yeah, I went through these games without dying. Listen, didn't he didn't take was any one damage. Of the few people, he was one of the few people that actually got the true achievement inside of Destiny One, where you actually had to beat a raid and not die and get a flawless achievement on it. You know, As, they don't even they don't even have that achievement no more. But you know, because they're just giving achievements away for free now. That was oh, a pretty geez. tough achievement to do. Not dying yeah. in the raid. We did it on Vault of Glass, which was ooh, ooh, and we that's nobody it like you can do it on Crota. Crota. <laughs> Some people did do it super on Crota. easy on Crota. I trust myself and not my teammates. That's basically what Crota was like. <laughs> no, I can't believe we're talking about Destiny. No, no I'm just great, kidding. Yeah, great game. It's uh, in Game Pass, by the way, y'all. Remember? Oh, look at that! You're a Destiny stand, and you're an Xbox Game Pass stand. Forte. Hey man, I got four. I got three years of Xbox Game Pass. I'm gonna use all of it. I'm stacked up. Guess yeah. what? Guess what? I'll be playing San Andreas too when it comes out in Game Pass without having to pay for it. I'm such an idiot. I pre-ordered the the trilogy, and then an hour later they tweeted out, "Hey, San Andreas, come to Game Pass." I'm like, "Yipe!" That's all right. I want to play. I never finished a Vice City, but we're not talking about that game. Love of the game. <laughs> Thank you for the five dollars super chat. He said, "Considering Coalition helped, I, I maybe I wasn't aware of this." It would. I would look to Gears Five Jack upgrades on how Halo's upgrade system might work. Mm. Um, I didn't know. I, I guess I've, maybe I forgot that Coalition helped three four three. I think I remember hearing about that now. Everybody that helped three four. Everybody helped three four three to get this across the finish line. <laughs> yeah, the Crackdown team's like, you need some help with orbs. I mean, how yeah, they, they emailed me and I helped. You know, Cole helped. <laughs> Cole helped. 
<laughs> hey, I helped. They Cole they put me it. in the flighting. I helped. Yeah. Uh, even though nobody thumbnail for their video. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they're I've like, called, hey, we're going to go live. Made a thumbnail for the video been a lot better than the thumbnail it, than they ooh, used. Oh, that's true. That's true. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put that evil on you with that thumbnail. You know, it's actually their thumbnail today was one I used like three months ago when a big Waypoint article came out. It looked a lot like that. I think it was something about Phil is Phil is not concerned or something. I don't know what it was. You know, Phil Spencer drops huge bomb. No, that's not that's not what we do. But uh, hey, you- I do want to, let me ask y'all this though. When it comes to the the sandbox again, campaign uh-huh. being delayed, do you guys? Because for me, you mean co op or, or yeah, co op, yeah, co op, co op campaign? campaign, yeah, co op campaign getting delayed. Is it just me or did you guys like kind of get an understanding of probably why? Looking at the campaign, looking at how open it was, because. Um, part of my thought process on why they were doing that is because remember when we played Halo 3, you would play as, what was it, all Arbiters? It would be the main person playing as the game would be playing as Master Chief. And then your co-op partners would be playing as Arbiters, like just copies of them and stuff. What's to say that maybe the reason they're delaying this isn't because it's not just not ready. It's because they're implementing systems in there when it comes to with your Spartan being such a persistent thing inside the multiplayer, you actually can bring your Spartan into the single player to play player number two, <laughs> to play player number two. And you're not playing as an extra copy of master chief. Well, and that's, and that's, and if that's the case, that would kind of bring open a whole nother reason why they had to delay it because that part of the system isn't ready to do because I can, because with all the customization that they're bringing into this game and making your Spartan your own, it seems like that would be the most logical direction to go with campaign multiplayer. We'll call it campaign co-op. I have something to say that uh, I think is partially true that I heard and nobody's going to like it, but I think one of the reasons why campaign co-op was delayed is because there are technical reasons tied to the xbox one version okay that slowed down the possibility or the release date to get campaign co-op running across all of the uh consoles pc and the xbox one which is something we don't want to hear because for a long time i have been saying uh, on rex podcast along with dealer like we've been a strong proponent of like when you look at how technology and software and hardware work, the Xbox One really shouldn't hold back anything other than performance. But there's something, Rand. Where where did this come from? Is this something you were telling me? And I'm just I, kind of trying to translate. Have you hear heard anything like that. this? I mean, there was the thing about like potentially the co-op spawns screwing up everything because in Halo. Uh, the spawn like you couldn't sometimes spawn unless somebody was in um uh you were in a safe safe spot safe like if you, so yeah. like but with this game being open world like where like tethers what, who who's going to spawn who's going to trigger the checkpoint is it the person closest to the you know like main story mission is it is it the is it first player and like if the first player is fighting and then the other other three people are like somewhere else on the map also fighting is it going to give you a checkpoint or like i was reading there was like maybe potentially a whole bunch of stuff around surrounding the checkpoint system and how maybe they couldn't get it right or working properly in time for launch but i don't know 
Mm. Yeah, that's a good yeah, question. I, yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot I can say on that other because I would just be speculating, but there are technical limitations and you could see when Joseph Staten and his uh, I can't remember the other guy's name that that were on that like they they didn't want to delay campaign co-op. So there was a lot of things happening behind the scenes that were out of their control to meet that date and uh yikes. But that's like you're you're hitting on something great because if Rand was going to going to join my game, all the cutscenes are fluid and seamless right. with Master Chief at the center of the camera. And then this camera swings around to Master Chief. And if you have your co-op partner, is he in that? Re- He's got to be in that real-time cutscene. As a, as a, it looks dorky to have another green right. Spartan one one seven. Man, you're like if if they really have the plan to implement your online character. I mean, how do they do that? Like, you can't start online well, you, co-op well, I campaign. Don't think and- you, I, I think you would only have the progression up into... I mean, there's different ways they could do it. I think that whatever game you're in, you would have the progression of all the unlocks that that person has unlocked in their game already. So you wouldn't, like, take your multiplayer stuff over to the single player and have, yeah. like, this OP character. Uh, or maybe... Or maybe your campaign... It's, like, a separate way. Like, if however far you win in your campaign you can go into somebody else's campaign and actually help them out to have a more powerful character who, who knows, but I just always was enamored with the fact that halo always did it this way. Whereas they truly want you to have, they they're really building this experience for your Spartan to be your Spartan. So where okay. do you see that mostly at? Yeah. You see it in multiplayer, but when you play co-op, it would be cool as heck. To have your character with his armor, his color, running next to Master Chief inside a co-op arena and doing all of the things as a team. Make your own fire team. Um, you know, not Osiris, I forget the what was the name of the fire team in uh, in um Master Chief's uh, team. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I, mean, I know Osiris was Locke's team. Yeah, Clones of slut. We didn't cover all, but if you have clone Master Chief Dorky, and now you see why you crack down six co-op. Drop in, out. Now I'm starting to understand why they deleted it, but I'm still in that camp. Well, well not even moved on and accepted it, but uh, that's why I was in camp. Like, just wait until everything's ready and then release the game. I've got some super chats I got to get to. We'll try not to uh, go down the rabbit hole with them, but Lord Starkiller with five dollars. Saying right now, for no, no, Colt, Colt just Colt just went on a on a on a bot ride. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh smokes. Uh, hold Somebody on. I was downloading something in your house for a second, huh? <laughs> yeah. Is it smoothed out? Yeah, you're good now. now. Can you hear you're me? Good now you're good now. Uh, uh, I think I was just saying I can see why there's more to just drop in, drop out co-op with a green spartan like there's more to it so uh hopefully everything's <laughs> smoothed out now but i got a couple super chats i want to get to and i'll try not to go into the rabbit hole but lord star killer thanks for the five dollars says have an xbox series x mini fridge commercial where master chief is opening the mini fridge to reveal his favorite drink they don't need to do that they're going to sell those things like crazy without any marketing at this point Adam Boston with the $5 says, Halo Infinite equipment operates on a charge-based system that refills over time. In multiplayer, only one equipment can be used with limited uses. So I think some of that's going to carry over into the campaign. Raiden Blade with the 10-pound super chat says, Forte, you are incorrect, sir. 
Most if Bungie stay, the difference was leadership and t- taking talking about Bungie. Let's talk about how Bungie is handling Destiny consumers. But this is Halo. But three four three had issue. Uh, I think he's talking about well, um, yeah, a lot of that stuff. All made perfect sense. Like three four three had issues. Destiny taking taking stuff away from their players and making them pay for stuff that they didn't have to pay. This is all. This this ain't nothing new, man. This this is all yeah. par for the course. But the thing about Halo that's always got to me. Yes, a lot of those people did leave Bungie and went over to Halo and actually worked with the game. And leadership is still a big problem when it came to the development of Halo Infinite, but it still falls. Even though, look, developers, I don't blame developers. I will never blame developers. But 343 is still an entity under Xbox. And a lot of stuff that happened should not have happened under the watch of Xbox themselves. There was a lot of mismanagement, not just from 343. I think people blame 343 exclusively for that. You know, I love Xbox. I love Phil Spencer. I love all of them over there in um, in the executive branch of the thing. But the fact that they let Halo get to the point where we had to question it a year ago is the biggest problem that myself and I know a lot of other Halo fans had. And this is their opportunity to fix it with this game in the way that they're going out with the rollout now. Yeah, there's a lot of things that 343 has tried and failed at. Like, I think the Prometheans looked so cool at first. They drove me crazy in the games. I'm yep. glad they're gone. Um, I just, when I look at it, I, I agree, Forte. I look at them, I think, you've got this formula preset for you. All you have to do is just capitalize on it. And to, to me, it almost seems like... it. it can't be too difficult to botch a halo game because it's just such a great franchise but they've got a long ways to go and what we saw today looks like they're finally after i don't know eight years of or 10 years of <laughs> starting to make their way brand new eight years and a new engine yeah so flame five uh with a five dollar says halo won't kill destiny that's true i destiny's huge bungie's been doing that for seven years it's been alive sadly <laughs> He says, sorry, Forte, but the community is stubborn. <laughs> he, he's right. He's absolutely right, man. Listen, d- look, I already told people, Bung- nobody will kill Destiny. Bungie will kill it before <laughs> before anybody else kills that game. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, they're still talking about Destiny. We got Decimator X808 with a $5, Australian $5. He says, I, uh, oh, I was a massive Destiny 1 and 2 fan, even beat Crota with Necrochasm, and I used the Ring of Intrusion and my Cape of Forgetfulness. No, I'm just joking. But when they made... He says, when they made Destiny 2 a pay-to-win and made the grind worse, I stepped away for good. But it's improved now. People are still playing. And that's something that... Yeah. That's something 343 needs to look out for because, you know, with the monetization model that they have inside, we don't know what it's fully going to be inside of Halo Infinite, but that's something they definitely need to look out for because what he just said about Destiny isn't even the same anymore. Like, that's been completely gone out of Destiny for like three four years when it comes to the pay to win aspect of it but for the fact that somebody still believes that's there you should never implement any like anything like that into your game because some people will never give you the benefit of the doubt later oh on. yeah they'll never forget they'll never forget and- so three four three definitely needs to find a way to skate clear of that type of stuff in the game i feel like right now they're just trying to make sure the game releases on december 8th but yeah that's they do one more destiny super chat 
Because I don't want Rand to like walk Jesus out on us. I mean, hey, <laughs> listen, this is what happens. Me for two hours, I'm out of here. No, listen, oh this my god, what happens, Rand? Like you keep saying that nobody cares about Destiny, but I'm trying to tell you though, people love that game. People just, are crazy. Are Here's what I'm gonna do. With it, that's it. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna skew this super chat in Rand's favor. Okay. So that he can use this opportunity to say his piece about destiny, and then we'll move on. Uh, David Kirkhoff with the five euro super chat says, "Why support Bungie? They are worse than Activision. Constantly taken out of context, content out of the game where you pay for destination dungeons, weapons, and armor." Rand, what do you think about David's take on Activision and Bungie? Uh, what was his take? I didn't. That they're constantly taking out content where you have to pay for stuff and. I mean, and, I don't uh, like that. But then again, I don't. I don't pay. I don't. I don't think I've ever given Activision any money for microtransactions. Because I, I don't. I've play, never really I, given anybody money for microtransactions. Yeah, I mean, but. for most of the time, I don't like cosmetics. You know me, Colt. I don't. I don't care about cosmetics. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to spend any money on Halo cosmetics. That just doesn't appeal to me. When I play Mass Effect, my I, character is the default character. Um, Same thing, yeah, like yeah. Skyrim. Like I don't care. Like the cosmetic stuff doesn't doesn't bother me. So I don't. I mean, spend most money. of those things are in game. Like you, yeah, you get your armor by you know by upgrading stuff in game. Like stuff micro transactions. Uh, I don't know, but uh, we got. Uh, let's see, Matt McDonald Media. Thank you for the Canadian five dollar. You said, do you think it's actually possible the story in Halo Infinite isn't finished and will be told in multiple DLC segments? And if so, how will you guys react to that? I think they already hint that that's how it's going to be done. Like the actual story for Halo, essentially? Yeah, I think he means this December 8th release. Is there going to be a cliffhanger? And then they're like, tune in for season two? Possibly. I guess it really depends. I don't know, like... How long is season two going to be? Are we talking about a year from now where we get part two longer, of the campaign? I think. You know, like, I, I think it would be very beneficial for them to have a beginning, middle, and end, right? Yes. Where this yeah. is the story and it's told. And then anything after that is just the continuing adventures of Master Chief on Zeta Halo, right? Um, and then <laughs> yeah, like maybe, an old, old Buck Rogers really episode. Is, maybe, like, then yeah. in, in, maybe then in five years you get, like, uh, Halo Infinite, like uh, you know, some new chapter where it's another eight-hour campaign of of something. So I get is this one of the things like like Forte says, like is Halo back? Maybe, but maybe it's too early to tell. The multiplayer seems like it'll be back. I yeah. think people are gonna love that, but the campaign, we just don't know. We like we saw the six minutes. We I mean, know I'm a lot excited about before, though. And I mean, today we're excited, see? right? Like I was more excited than I've been. Like I. I, I like with Forte said, I thought they were going to wait until November 15th and they were going to show it the last minute they possibly could, but they came out confident and they showed a good showing today. And I think generally uh, the media and the fans are really excited about how it looks. Right. So I think go, if you want to talk about, like he just said, like it's halo back there's, it, it really comes down to what the definition of back is for you. Like, because Halo at its apex. Like Backstreet's back. All right. Well, Backstreet's back like in the back of a... <laughs> no, we're not going to go there. But... Um, Forte! But we're going to go back. We're going to go back. You know, the, the tip of the spear was you know, 2007. 
you know, when, when there was yeah, billboards yeah, yeah. lit up yeah. in Times Square with giant Master Chiefs on top of it and stuff like that. And and we're selling 13 million in the first two days. You know, that that was on top. So now it really comes down to for me, what does Halo look like player base wise six months? nine months when we get into season you know season two season three what's bringing you back to the game because we know that the campaign is going to be broken up there are going to be story elements that's going to have a beginning middle and end i do think what we get in december 8th will have a beginning middle or end but in the totality of what the entire story is going to be you're going to be spoon fed that for however long they want to do over the course of um however many years it's going to take we know i think it'll take longer than a year or two to get another story-based campaign well three years from now or longer well this is the thing you talk about the banish we're talking about the banish and we hear Atriox's name, but Atriox isn't the main protagonist is what they're showing. The antagonist right now that they're showing yep. in Halo Infinite. So how long is it going? How many you lieutenants do we got to go through before we get the Atriox? So that should be the question. So is it going to be four seasons? Is it going to be two years? Are we going to have to go to a completely different um, Halo ring before we find out? Are we going to go to the brew home world that's been talked about in all of these different books and games that we never got a chance oh. to see? Yeah, is yeah. That- people want to see something new. So is, is there that- going to be like a is there going to be like a cork board in in the Pelican? <laughs> Where he has like listed out all the lieutenants you have to work your way up to. You gotta work your way through. So th- as long as each each um as long as each um part of it has a narrative branch that takes you to the next, and that's the one thing you know a lot of people when it comes to destiny hate it because they would go for one narrative branch and they would skip one and go to some completely different thing that's not even in the realm of possibility what's been going on and what you've been doing for the last two years. If they stay concise to the story narrative and just show you building up to that fight with Atriox or whatever they plan on that big baddie being at the end of it, they'll be perfectly fine. But you will be spoon-fed this over the course of probably two or three years before you get to the very end of it. Yeah, well, I mean, that kind of goes in line with what they're saying, but um, if we get like a good 10 to 15-hour experience... You're gonna get yeah, that. You're, you're, you're yeah, gonna get that on December eighth. That'd be good. But I mean, you'll be done with the campaign, and that's the thing about co-op coming in. I I bet co-op campaign co-op comes in like in the summer, not spring. You know, at the end of the season, later when everything's ready to go. And by, by the then, like, the while I play with my friends, we'll we'll have moved on. We'll play Stalker two. We'll be getting ready for possibly Redfall. I got a couple more supers, and we got we got to wrap up because you guys have been amazing. The chat's been awesome. Uh, Forte and Rand are you guys are great. I got to hear from Rand because uh, uh, Rand's amazing. We got uh, Meat Puppet with the ten dollars says they had an extra year. How could they not co-op ready? Maybe co-op is something that's not like normal difficulty, and then a second person joins and it increases it, making it harder like Borderlands. But we kind of talked that out quite a bit, but. Yeah, it, it was pretty more complicated than we thought. Uh, and Flame with the $2 Super Chat says, also Forte, two-man flawless Crota's end. Wink. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah, so. Yeah, I don't, Rand, I don't know what the heck they now, those now go back said. and do Now go do it flawless yeah, it's by all yourself. all bunch of gibberish. <laughs> now, go, now go do it flawless by yourself. And, and, and it's so it funny to hear Rand dog on a game because he's played like 
every big game you could think of. And when I hear him bash something like Destiny, it makes me happy because Asuka, there is he, a little, there is a bad bone in Rand's body somewhere, right? Ask him did he delete his characters yet? Did you delete those characters yet, Rand? No, I mean I deleted the game though. No, no, deleting the game is nothing. If you want to be done he's with not Destiny, hooked. he's not hooked on the game, no, Forte. Listen, if he is done with the game, I want to see a tweet of him going into the dashboard, which will require him to re-download the game. I know that's going to be hard for him. That ain't happening. But re-download the game and hit okay, hold, on the for, start Forte, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Forte, what is more likely, Rand, that you'll reinstall Destiny 2 and go all in, or you'll play a few minutes of, of a Pokemon game? Whew. He gotta have a switch to do that, though. You got a switch. He has a switch. I do have a switch. I probably, I probably would play Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got, you got a W on that one, Forte. Two more super chats from Donataku's got two of them. Each of them five dollars each. Thank you so much, Donataku, for supporting the show. He says, I think Cortana and the Banished story will end at launch uh, for that first part of the campaign, but maybe one of the enemies shown today are the main antagonists in the next content drop. I was thinking the same thing. He says, or Master Chief's story will end altogether. Oh, no. And then the multiplayer Spartan takes over as the next campaign after coming out of the Academy. I don't think so, but that's kind of cool to think about. One more, and then we're going to do outros because you guys are awesome. Risky for the Biscuit with an Australian $8 Super Chat says, I hope Halo kills Destiny. That game existence annoys me. Long live Halo. And Risky, you just lost a friend. Like, Forte was going to hang out with you. He was going to take you through the... Uh, let's take the Gallahorn and bring it upon the raid of the Vault of Glass. And we were able to get two blue Ingrams and turn them into the... What's the guy's name that comes around every Friday? Zer. Uh, Zer brought us a, an epic item. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I'll, uh, still ha- I'll still hang out with you. Don't don't listen to this man. This man's being, <laughs> man's being crazy right now. Don't when we're, we're in party chat and on Xbox and Forte brings up Destiny... As, you know I love you, right? But I'm going to make fun of Destiny. He goes, That's you know fine. I can put you in a chokehold and take you down, no problem. But, and then uh, I'll tell you when we're going to go back and play Mass Effect 3. We, okay, this is how hardcore we are, Rand. Did you know that Forte and I played Back of Pat, Mass Effect 3, multiplayer co-op yeah, together so only one like, night? Only like 10 times, Colt. But, hey, great. you know what, Rand? I, was, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the chat. You all asked right? me. You said, hey, Rand, did you know me and Forte did this? Shut up, Rand. Name, Rand. Let me have this moment. We played it at like 480p, uh, 22 frames per second. <laughs> for like what? two and a half hours. Forte, where where is the multiplayer for, for the trilogy? Oh, man. For the Legendary Edition? Uh, oh, it needs to come. Because I, I, I want it bad. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do this a little different because you guys are amazing. I'm going to start Rand's outro because... Rand and I started talking uh, in 2017. He was really starting to ramp up his channel, and he's been working on his content. I think Rand is the nicest, next to Forte, nicest guy in the community. He makes excellent content. He puts his nose to the grindstone and gets the content out, and he's got a great podcast. I am so grateful that Rand was able to stop by today and do the show. Rand, tell everybody where they're going to find you, and what you're doing next. You're so nice to me, Colt Eastwood. All those that uh, compliments, oh, man, that, that made my day. It made me happy that Forte didn't know he was supposed to do your show today, and then I had to fill in for him <laughs> for a little bit. So Also, also, Rand went up, like, some 30,000 subs in the past year. Like, he's just, 
like we were getting ready for the console stuff and he was just reporting on everything he was learning about. So brand new, I've had this nice rise to fame. People are giving you high fives as they go by you. What, what's next for Randolph Thor? Like where, they, where can they find you? And what are you doing next? I mean, what is next? That's interesting. Well, the next is, um, I don't know. We'll see. But you can always uh, check out whatever I'm doing on my uh, my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash RandallThor19. Um, yeah, maybe me and Jazz will be on camera at some point next year. Maybe we'll take the Xbox 2 to the next level. Maybe I'll have Cold Eastwood design some merchandise uh, for people to buy. I would love to do that. That'd be really fun. And stuff like that. I don't know. There's things we get, we, we're due. You know, when, when is Cold Eastwood gonna gonna do the the Manscaped promo for FMC? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we had Jen that. cool. do that on Xbox 2. When is Cold Eastwood gonna be like, have you ever wanted to shave your balls? <laughs> Can you imagine that? Uh, well, I'm going to choose it on my face. How about that? Ooh. I mean, that's funny, but that's cool. Like, you guys got a sponsor reached out and says, hey, you guys are reaching people. Tell them about how to manscape. But uh, congratulations. Such a- I, I got to go. Uh, what's your What's your next? Are right, you got some videos coming up? Are you planning on reporting I mean, on I stuff? Have a couple, on, I, have a couple, I have a couple. You got to keep a hush hush. I have a couple of videos planned. I mean, but you know me. I always plan these things, and then sometimes it's just like I just would want to read my book and not worry about making videos. But there definitely will be another video this week for sure. Uh, maybe even two more. I do have a couple ideas, so stay tuned. Is one a PlayStation right. video? No, how who cares about listen, listen, man. If you want to go to the next level, I already told you. Need <laughs> I go to the next level and say, you got to, hey. you got to, you got to, you got to start talking because you aren't listen. You have broken more information and more news on PlayStation stuff than PlayStation insiders have. So you are in fact the PlayStation insider. So I need yep. you to go ahead. He listen, Cole. He he is under the impression that all eighty six thousand people that are sub to him are all just Xbox fans. And I told him he's a dang lie because I guarantee you at least a quarter of those are probably PlayStation fans. Great, they, then he'll get they, a quarter of the views that video. Doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, but it's better. Is, 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 hey, hey, when it's dead out here in Xbox, you know how many ran? How many videos Whoa. did you make last month? Two, two all the whole month. Four, I think. Four. How many? Wow. How many could you have made? This if, man's if, calling if, him if, out. If, if PlayStation, how many videos could you have made last month if you uh, made PlayStation content? Probably like know. another four or Zero. five. Zero. Listen, we'll we'll talk about this off air, sir. I'm a, I'm gonna finally get. I'm a, <laughs> listen, PlayStation fans <laughs> in the chat. I am gonna get this man to give you some content on y'all on his channel because he be he he neglecting y'all. He neglecting y'all. I'm just letting y'all know that. I got to give a shout out to the platform agnostic, the man of uh, love all around the planet. Forte, who he'll give love to the PlayStation. He'll give love to the Xbox. Sometimes he'll give love to the Switch. Tell him about your channel. Tell him about your podcast stuff. Uh, and uh, are they going to come get PS5 bundles from you this week? Listen, man, fri- um, this Friday, all the stores in my area, we will have PlayStation bundles. If you're interested, um, you can drive up here and get one. Can't tell you how many we're going to have, but it's going to be a fun time. Just bring 700 Wait, do you bucks. do you know? I know. Do you know bundle. how? I know how you know how many bundles? It. Yeah, I know how many. Okay, I want you to wink. No, I'm just joking. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I know uh, wink. Uh, <laughs> quite a few. Put it like that. But no, awesome. this is this has been uh, great. I've been listening to you ever since you started doing the show. I just seen you grow more and more, and um, it's been a thrill to just watch you become even more of a better 
YouTuber and just host of your own podcast and the people you got on here. So shout out to you for doing the work that you do. Shout out to my homie for stepping in for me when I was like um, knocked upside the head earlier today. Didn't know where the heck I was because everything was falling apart around me. But um, it's totally cool. I mean, I would have. I would just hit you up for next week, but oh, I'm I know, so glad I you, know. But yeah. when you said Rand was on here, it was like you know that's like my man crush right there. So <laughs> you gotta you gotta join in. So I got to join in when Rand was here too. So I was like, cool. But uh, outside of that, guys, it's Gaming Forte everywhere on YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live, PlayStation stuff like that. Um, DPS podcast is our podcast. We do every week on Thursdays at 9 p.m. I rotate with my homeboy Slumo Backslap. Last week was on his channel. It will be on my channel. So come through, check it out. We're gonna be definitely diving into this halo stuff i got a couple of videos of coming out about halo and some other stuff that's going on so if you like destiny you like halo you like xbox and some playstation because playstation does live on the channel just a little bit but it's there um check out the channel and um as always Cole, appreciate what you do man and i'm always down whenever you need me man yeah thank you so much and i'll have you on again and uh we will talk. You know, I should get you back on when Halo comes out. We'll see if anything we said tonight ended up coming true. But uh, I can tell you if we you actually so- sold physical copies of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, yeah, we, we will talk about it. But, yeah, this is the XNC Podcast. I'm the host, Cold Eastwood. Thank you so much to Randall Thor. Rand, say you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Rand's awesome. Thank you, Forte, for showing up. We are going to get out of here. We're going to have some dinner and game forte's got to rest up because he's got a crazy week Rand and i are going to get back to making content and uh, hopefully forte you're able to do all the that you're doing while you're taking care of the gamers out there out in the consumer world so have a good night guys we're out of here and uh good night later guys <laughs>